Water. Earth. Fire. Fire. Air. For the longest time, the four nations have lived together in harmony. Under the wise leadership of Avatar Roku, the world has experienced an era of peace and prosperity. But with the recent death of Avatar Roku and the arrival of a strange comet in the sky, members of all nations feel the winds and tides of change. With the search for the new Avatar only just beginning, the world seems poised on the brink of conflict. But without the Avatar, who will save the world? Uh, my name is Bree, also known as Pretty Pixel, and I am playing Sherva, a warrior from the Fire Nation. I play Marco, a firebender from the Fire Nation. Hello, I'm Ali, and I'm playing Oki, a waterbender from the Northern Water Tribe. I'm Brandon, and I'm Rung Bolo, an earthbender from the Earth Nation. Hey, I'm Dave, and my character is Al, the airbender from the Air Nomads. And I'm Owen, the dungeon master of this ragtag group of members of all four nations. Well, hello, hello, and welcome to the Lost Archives. My name's Owen, and I'm joined by these lovely people around me. Now, you've already heard the intro, but there is a new face over towards my left-hand side, uh, if you're looking at the screen. That is Haz. Say hello, Haz. Give us a wave. G'day. Haz is joining us as a special guest character because Dave, our airbender, is absent. Um, he is, uh, what is he doing? Something. Probably sports-related. He, he does sports and D&D, so he's chosen sports over D&D, which is obviously the foolish choice. Um, so we've replaced him with uh, with Haz, who's going to be playing with us for tonight, and hopefully we can get him back for some future sessions as well. Uh, now, we are not going to introduce Haz's character just yet. We're actually going to leave Haz's character to come across organically as part of the journey. Uh, so, Haz... I'm really sorry, but you're gonna you're gonna give us another wave and then sit tight while we get to your guest character as quickly <laughs> yeah, as we physically can. I will loiter um, back here. <laughs> for those of you who are watching the stream, you might already or watching this on YouTube, you might already have a bit of a hint about who he's playing because I have put a symbol up next to his name. I've got the Earth, Air, Fire, Water, uh, and Weapon symbol. I've created one for his character, uh, which is a variation of the Earth symbol. So for those of you who who are aware of what the symbols are, you might be able to figure out what he's playing in advance but we're going to keep the secret for those of you who are listening on the podcast um or for those of you who don't know the show to the minute detail that you need to know it uh so we're going to jump straight back in so last session our heroes uh spent a bit of time at the Beifong estate as the children of delegates uh, summoned for a very important meeting following the death of avatar roku and the arrival of sozin's comet um members of all four nations came together for a, a summit and a meeting to discuss these events and what they might mean for the future our heroes were not invited as part of that. They were the children and family members of these delegates. Not important enough to be involved, but uh, couldn't really organize babysitters and um, caretakers for this period of time. So they've been dragged along with their parents and significant others. Um, they've sat through a couple of uh, very boring introductory meetings and dinners. A few of them had a bit of a chance to play around with their bending and learn some new things. And last session, uh, during a... a, a very sort of standard early morning. Uh, they've been going through the motions for about three days now. A group of Dai Li, these earthbending guards and Fire Nation soldiers, had a bit of a row and argument over some missing maps and plans. 
the party split up. Uh, Rung and our good friend Sal, who's not with us tonight, decided to investigate for all of about five seconds. As soon as they discovered the item missing was maps and uh, plans, they gave up, uh, deciding the mystery was, and I quote, too boring, uh, and went and had some breakfast. <laughs> Meanwhile, Marco and Sherva, who are members of the Fire Nation, decided to follow the Fire Nation soldiers back towards the ironclad ship that had been docked at the river uh, and discovered a number of Fire Nation soldiers practicing and getting ready uh, with arms and armor. On board the ship, they interacted with Captain Zhao, um, an older gentleman who uh, was the, the captain in charge of their expedition, their, their um, ship who had taken them to uh, out of the walls of Ba Sing, say up the river and through the breach uh, to the Beifong estate. And they were able to convince Captain Zhao to share that he had indeed um, been responsible or had, had ordered the theft of these maps and plans. Uh, that showed in quite intricate detail the walls of Barsing say, including uh, an, uh, not anatomical, but sort of engineering diagrams on the, uh, the makeup and uh, weak points of the wall, as well as a map of the surrounding area. Um, without any real effort, he managed to convince Marco to take these plans off his hands after he announced that he no longer had need of them. Marco very gladly just took them and has been carrying them around for the last session. Um, these very sensitive, delicate plans that if anyone found on him would get him into a lot of trouble. He'd just carry them around without any problem. Uh, meanwhile, uh, Oki, uh, you spent a bit of time trying to eavesdrop on the Dai Li and the Fire Nations meetings, but you were unsuccessful in that. So you ended up joining Rung and uh, Sal for breakfast, where you met a rather annoying member of the Earth Nation, another teen, um, an Earth Nation uh, teenager known as Pang who uh, had recently arrived, his father, an advisor to the Earth Queen, had been sent out to smooth over some uh, terse negotiations and he was uh, slammed in with you lot for a little bit. Our two Fire Nation, Marco and Sherva, arrived back at breakfast, kicked him off his chair, threw him on the ground and caused him a great deal of pain before kicking him out of the dining hall. Um, I believe the quote was, everything was fun until the Fire Nation attacked, uh, was how we ended <laughs> with him oh, last session with Pang being removed by the Dai Li. Um... Marco and Sherva decided to trust their new companions, Rung, Oki, and Sal, and shared with them uh, what they had learned about the Fire Nation arming themselves and shared the maps as well, the maps and plans. However, while they were in the process of deciding basically how they wanted to handle this, a group of Dai Li burst through the walls and announced that they would be taking the children, these, uh, these lovely players around me, hostage, uh, as negotiations clearly had started to go even further south. Um... Clever use of bending and combat techniques, uh, through, through clever use of bending and combat techniques, our team were able to escape. And we ended last session with them running out through the front door uh, and into the, the open uh, area, the uh, open hall area, where you guys, as you burst through these doors and begin pelting down, running away as fast as you can, anyone who has the afraid condition can now remove it because you are running away from a fight. Uh, you have met the um, conditions to remove the afraid condition. So I think, Sherva, you had afraid condition. You may you may remove that. You can remove the afraid yep. condition. And Marco, did you have it as well? No, it was Sal. I think Sal had it. I'll uh, I'll mark it off for him for when he gets back. Uh, but you can all remove the afraid condition. Um, yeah, as you guys begin running down this hallway and push through the outer front doors, the Dai Li hot on your heels, uh, the floor beneath you as you step over the threshold drops and all of you, excluding Sal, begin plummeting down into a narrow earthen shaft. Um, you can see clearly the Dai Li had a backup plan for your attempts to escape as the floor collapses beneath you. Now, my question is, as Sal basically airbends this quick ring of air and pushes himself up and over, 
what are the rest of you doing to try and prevent yourselves um, knocking out or, or taking quite serious damage from dropping down this 10 meter pit that has been earth bended in the center of the uh, the center of the room as you step out of these doors and just drop. I can see your hands up. Do out. I have enough? Do I have enough time to like just sort of try and like freeze like a slide to sort of like slow out the descent? Ooh, that sounds like pushing your luck to try and like yeah that that sounds like pushing your luck this is you're only new to ice bending i think you only literally learned it a day ago in the, the <laughs> context of avatar so yeah. uh for those of you who, uh, who are joining us um waterbenders uh in the time of avatar ang in the time of the show avatar the last airbender in the northern water tribe are pretty shit uh they don't allow women to learn combat techniques so i'm figuring that a hundred years ago those prejudices are only stronger so we have stuck with that for ali's character she's only been taught healing and so she's been teaching herself and picking up what she can about waterbending uh okie nine mixed success as you basically whip out you still had your water skin on you um you're able to pull out and try and sh uh, slow down the fall because you don't have like a geyser of water you've only got what's in the water skin you're basically cont continually pulling this uh, this water into a, a never-ending rolling stream of ice to try and slow your descent um you are semi-successful uh as you guys get uh, jostled and bumped around and smash into the walls uh, you avoid taking uh, any conditions, but you each need to mark one fatigue for me as you continue dropping. Uh, unless, before you mark it, Rung, I saw your hand up for a second as well. Did you want to try something as well? Yeah, I was pretty much because I'm going down like it's a, a pit of dirt. I was just going to try and like just throw some dirt from the side of the wall and just see if I can just like use that to cushion the landing somewhat. Yeah, absolutely. Like, Do you want to roll me just, like, skills and or, training? Or like make it just a block come out and just like we just land on the block yeah. like midway or something like that. Absolutely, yeah. That sounds Good. like skills and training. That's this is pretty standard earthbending. You're not doing anything beyond what you already know how to do. Nothing too um, crazy here. Nothing uh, too crazy. Which one? Where did my thing go? I had it out a second ago. For those of you who are watching uh, on the stream or watching YouTube, you'll notice that we now have character art flashing up on the side that is of the stream. That is right. I finished the artwork for everyone, and then I did myself as well um, because why not? Hey, <laughs> so I've done myself as the avatar because I was feeling left out of not having my own special uh, special art. So you'll see the artwork flicking around. Um, please enjoy. I'll, uh, I'll be checking it up on Instagram and the Facebook page as well. Uh, if you want to have a close look at it, you are welcome to use the artwork for any of your characters if you want, if you ever play this game. It's, uh, it's free to use. You having trouble there, Brandon? Yeah, can difficult. Just one, one second. It'll be a, a very... Uh, <coughs> um, huzzah! It worked this time. Just had to refresh. Opera is a great browser. I don't want to hear anyone say anything otherwise. <laughs> <laughs> Much like Opera, I find it uh, drags on way too long and doesn't fulfill me. So, oh, uh, is it uh, focus? Is it focus? I'll use for. Oh, you can you can remember you can roll with the basic techniques in the in the character sheet, so it actually lets you roll straight away. So on your character sheet, if you open it up, I'm going to open up for you the little cheat sheet so that you can see it. You ready? Are you looking on your screen? Yes. You ready to have your mind blown? Blow it. How's that, baby? Oh my god, that's what, what those- How have you been rolling this entire time? He's been, he's been manually rolling these stats and these things, Dude. just so you know. Oh my god. I know. Oh my yeah, well, um, uh, I'd expect that from an opera user. It's right there, guys. It's right there. It's so like what I've done, what I've done is I've opened up the, the legend who created this character sheet included all of the basic moves and combat moves just in a drop-down sheet with the dice icons next to them, so we don't have to think. Mixed success, yeah, that makes sense. So as as uh, Oki is generating this ice, um, you are able to sort of slam your hands together and cause uh, 
I'm assuming not rocks, just soft dirt to try and cascade in around you to try and push in your fall. Yeah, you are successful. Um, yeah. no, none of you need to mark a fatigue. That was that's enough to to slow you down to the point where you're not going to take any damage. Um, but the the earthen wall, uh, so the earthen roof closes in above you. And Brandon, as you reach the bottom of the pit and you're locked in, you can sense immediately something's not quite right about the pit you're in. You can feel the earth that you've pulled in above, but around you now at the bottom of this pit. You're struggling to feel the earth around you. Could I get you to uh, assess the situation for me? Yes. Now it's not a really easy thing to click now. Yeah. <laughs> five. Now, um, you're so that's a miss. Uh, so five is a miss. So yeah, as you're sort of like feeling around, you can't quite tap into your earth bending, but you're not quite sure why. The earth that's at your feet that's coming from the dirt, not a problem. But the earth walls can't feel it it's not there it's not earth as you're banging against it it feels hard and cold and has a bit of a ring and a metallic uh to it. So start banging against the walls of a metal shell that has been set up that you have been dropped into with a juddering lurch you begin to feel the cage that you are in this metal box begin to be pulled and hoisted up towards the uh, the light uh, as the earth falls around you now see there are tiny gaps to allow air and sunlight begins streaming in but you are now trapped inside of a large metal box uh, that is roughly uh, eight meters uh, in sort of width and, and length uh, and roughly two meters tall. So there's enough room for you guys to be standing, not pressed into each other, uh, but it is uncomfortably tight, shall we say, for you guys to be pressed in together. Um, I pass over to you guys. As you feel this being jostled and moved, you can hear the sounds of muted conversation coming from outside. I pass over to, uh, to the fire, four of you. What would you guys like to do? Marco, can you create a flame that's hot enough to melt the metal? Preferably without torching the last inside it. That might be a bit beyond my capability at the moment. But the comet is not quite high enough to have fully begun enhancing. It's only just appeared in the sky, so it's sort of the early days. Marco's been able to call upon a bit stronger firebending than he normally is able to, but it's not quite at its peak yet. still quiet. You're not even going to push your luck? Marco, absolutely. If you want to start trying to melt the the hinges or something like that, absolutely, you can can push your luck. I'm just trying to think of repercussions if this goes horribly. Um, I was just like, before you start... (laughs) Ryan's on the other corner over there. He's just trying to, like... (laughs) By the, the way, watching you, like... Before we do this, um, we I'm a little tired. Just tired? Very tired. A little fatigued, one could say. For those of you who watch our, our D&D campaign, my players have this annoying habit of uh, asking how many ribs they have left oh, yeah, as a ribs. way of indicating right. how much damage they've taken, which is absolutely metagamey, and I punish. I will let you know now. <laughs> If you start talking about how fatigued you are using a number, <laughs> there will be consequences. <laughs> what about a rough percentage? <laughs> a rough percentage. Look, I, I, I have described my health in a rough percentage before, so I will allow that. But if you start going about, oh, I feel like six fatigued, I am like going to be I, cross with you. Like, I could go for this. I could have a nap for like six hours yeah, right now. Yeah, like that. Yeah. <laughs> that's okay. That's fine. That's fine. You can say that. You can say that. Because um, that's not how it works. That's fine. <laughs> Oh, can good. I do my burden move roll? Oh yes, we can to see if your your ward has been listening to you. Did you want to do yeah. it every session, or did you want to do it at the end of each day? 
What do you reckon? It's It says on there at the beginning of I each know. session, but I feel like that's very much something that you can decide on. I just just so that you're not having to like update it every few seconds in, in real game yeah. time, like every few minutes in real game time, do you want to do it at the end of each, or the beginning of each day maybe? Or maybe is it maybe at the yeah. end of each day to assess how has your ward been for that day? Yeah. And then that guides you for the next session. What do you reckon? Yeah, that sounds like good. That. All right. In that case, we'll go with the previous results of your ward. So, so for those of you who are listening... <laughs> Oh, we don't have it. Do you want to do it now? Let's do it now. We don't have. We haven't done one yet. Oh, we talked about it, but we didn't we actually keep, do it. Okay. Yeah, we keep forgetting about it. I let's do it really quickly now. Looking at what yeah. I could let's do, do it really quickly now. So the question. So so um, Sherva is playing. Bree is playing Sherva, who is playing the Guardian Handbook. So the Guardian has to pick a person that they are protecting, and then they have to answer questions at the beginning of each session, or in our case, at the end of each day, um, whether or not their ward is listening to them. So do you want to read out the questions out loud, and we'll we'll answer them as a group, shall we? Yeah. So I take a plus one for each yes. Yep. And there's three questions. First question is, do you believe your ward listens to you more often than not? Do you honestly believe Andrew spent last session listening to you more often than not? God, no. God, no. Yeah, probably not. No, um, I'd give that a no. <laughs> have I recently protected them or helped with them a problem? Yes, that's yes. absolutely plus 100%. one. 100%. Absolutely. Um, and is there an immediate threat to your ward that you're aware of? Uh, you guys are locked in a metal cage. You may give that a plus one. <laughs> Yeah, so that's with a plus two. Um... You've turned yourself into Grogu again. <laughs> <laughs> for, uh, for, um, oh, dearie me. For, uh, for YouTube and yes. for Twitch streamers, you will have noticed that Sherva just became Grogu for a few seconds. Um, I don't know what to say. I can hear my partner laughing from the next room. <laughs> Is Baby Yoda Grogu now? Because like, yeah, I need yeah, to watch the second season. I'm so sorry. That's what number two on my keyboard does. I need to remember not to use my number five. Baby, baby Yoda one. was better. It's a shame um, that they, they named him Grogu. It's just a, disappointing. Okay, so I got Success. an eight. So yeah. on a seven to nine, hold one. So I can use a hold to either take 10 plus on any move to defend or protect, track them down even if they're hiding or avoiding me, or figure out what they're up to without them knowing. Do you want to? I, I suspect probably the Wait. last one is a bit more impressive for you right now. Hey, Sherpa. <laughs> no, that all target me. Save... Hang on a second. Yeah, it's you. It's yeah, these all target you. Target you. You're my yeah. burden. Oh, you're okay. the burden. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> That's it. That's the description. Yeah. Um, yeah. So, Ali, you said Oki was going to do something. You said I think with water. Oh, gonna I was just going to say if Mako was going to um, try and melt through something, that she would try and isolate the area so that the rest of us didn't get fried from standing in the metal box. Absolutely, yeah. I I'd say that's skills and training to just sort of hold water I around the area. That makes a lot of sense. Go into a corner yep. and I'll try to burn the way through the metal. Yeah. Um, roll with uh, pushing your luck, please. You are you are pushing oh. your luck. Yeah, passion. Yeah. yeah, for pushing your luck. You are absolutely pushing your luck. You, this is more advanced fire bending. So you're basically what you're trying to do uh, is very similar to what um, I guess what the fire lord does in that battle with Aang, where he compresses the flame down to a single hot point, almost like a butane torch. Um, yep. You're attempting that, so yeah, uh, yeah, failure six. Um, as you as you go to try and concentrate, there's this, and then just smoke starts rising from your hand as the fire just goes out straight away. Uh, and as you continually try and do this every single time, as the I'm fire a little just tired. I'm sorry, guys. A little, yeah, really a little tired. You're better at fire bending than this. Not gonna lie. So, 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 so. <laughs> Savage. Um, yeah, and, and you guys are being jostled and bumped around. You can uh, hear the sounds of talking from outside and the 
now the, the sound of maybe a wheel turning, some wooden wheels turning as the, the cage that you're in, this metal box, uh, is being jostled and bumped around and you, you're not really yeah. sure where you're what being if, taken. Yeah. I could try it. I was just thinking, let's see if I can try it. So how big are like the the bars or like the... So it's the, solid metal sheets the the and there's slits that are roughly um, 20 centimeters ah, wide and um, about two meters long on each side that are sort of making up these these slits that you can horizontal slits to let air through at the very very top you thought of everything there goes my idea not not me no, about no. Just like no, not me I'm, 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 I'm with you I support you guys this <laughs> is the die <laughs> it's not me I was just like I was looking out at the cage I was like oh I could chuck earth in here and just stop it but like just like putting like blocks of earth to like stop the cage from coming up the uh, the yeah. tunnel could be good but tiny little bits like that i don't know if that's gonna be strong enough not so much um <laughs> what you guys immediately know sal is not in here with you um and you've not heard any sounds of airbending coming to the rescue it seems like for the moment sal may have abandoned you wow that guy my man that need to protect him gone <laughs> <laughs> i gave him a rock this morning and he I left can- I, I'm going to assume he's on the roof sneaking around. I'll throw another rock at him when I see him. He can't escape yeah, my rocks. Rock. <laughs> Maybe he's him. trying to watch where we're going. Oh, I remember, most part, at least he's safe. Remember when I said to the fire general that like we we will get taken hostage and he was like, nah, don't worry about it. That doesn't really help us right now, does it? No, no, Can no. Can someone no, think no. of something? I'm just petty. Starting to get a point. Uh, <laughs> feeling about all these fire bending types. <laughs> you really guys my trust all have them. these magical, <laughs> mystical powers. Do something with them. I'm going to curl up into a ball and take a nap. Yeah, absolutely. I'm just going to make a pillow out of ice. <laughs> <laughs> Got to outdo like, him. Whatever's happening, ice doesn't happening, sound very I can't comfy. stop this. Can I compress the dirt into a rock? Just I have a rock in here with me. Yeah, absolutely. Really yeah, there, there's dirt. Yeah, there's dirt. You can start trying to compress it down. Absolutely, I'd, I'd so, say that you've got enough time to do that. That's absolutely fine. Um, that's that's not an issue. Um, well, did the rest of you? Did you guys want to take a uh, a bit of a rest while you're locked in this cage and there's not yes, really please. anything that you can you can do? Anyone who wants to take a rest, let me know. Um, so the way rests work in Avatar, um, essentially you can clear uh, fatigue and things like that. So you guys can comfort and support each other. Um, I would say that you guys are essentially sleeping rough at this point, so you may clear three fatigue um, as you're taking a bit of rest. So each of you can clear three fatigue. uh, And anyone who had the afraid condition, you can remove that afraid condition because you've you've run away from a fight. Anyone who had the... Bear with me a moment. um, What was the other condition? There was another condition I think you guys could have cleared as well, potentially. Um... Angry. Anyone who had the angry uh, condition, you guys... Uh, so, Andrew, I think you had angry, didn't you, Marco? Yes, I did. You can take that because you have definitely done something. Um, you have put others in danger uh, and you broke things important. So you can yeah, you can mark that off. You, you destroyed and burnt the maps. Uh, that counts as breaking something. So uh, yeah, you may... Sure? Yeah. Uh, yeah. Um, destroying something important. Yes, you have destroyed yep. important <laughs> things by destroying those. Yes, you may do that. Um, yeah, those are the conditions everyone gets clear. So everyone does that. Um, the metal box that you're in continues moving. Very soon you find it very hard to keep track of time, especially as you begin resting. Um, could well have been a couple of hours before the sounds of 
the cart moving along some sort of road as you can hear these wooden wheels clackering about on stone and on rock begins to move onto something a bit finer and a bit more soft. It's at that moment you hear a shout of alarm coming from out the front of the wagon, this cry of ah! and then the sound of something heavy hitting the side of the wagon. The metal box begins shifting and falling from side to side. There is another massive clang as the metal cage you are in is knocked over and you are all thrown prone, knocked to the ground as the box that you're in, this metal box, falls sideways. There are a series of loud cracks, crashes and cries before everything falls silent. All you can hear is the sound of the wind whistling through the gaps in the top of the, the metal cage. So we're still in the metal cage. You are still in the metal cage. It's now sideways. So you are all lying down. Hello? Can we see at the bars? Oh, yeah. Uh, yeah, as, as you get to the side, you can see you can see the prone <laughs> body of one of the Dai Li unmoving, um, buried in, half buried in sand. Uh, you can see that he has sand sort of coming up and, and burying him in this, uh, in this section here, um, sort of over his chest and up towards his neck. And he is, eyes are closed, mouth slightly open with a bit of sand in it, unmoving. The enemy hey guys, of my enemy is my friend. Oh, my boulder. <laughs> like, I'm not afraid to use this rock, I've just made it. Is he alive? <laughs> and poke him with the, with the rock. <laughs> Are you good? <laughs> Was this person on the ground as well, would you say? The person with sand in the mouth, or yep. they... Uh, they're they're yeah, prone, they're lying on the ground outside the cage. The cage. So they're, they're lying, so you can see through these slits that allow air. You can see they are oh, okay. completely completely prone and unconscious, just lying down outside the, um, uh, outside the, okay, the metal that. box that you're currently in. Um, you can you now a begin... long, like, rock shiv and like poke him Look, you could, you could, long rock you could probably long use rock. Marco Marco I'm going to tell you right now Marco has a metal sword okay, yeah but where's it the really imagination as as sword. like <laughs> I'm just hey, look, I'm just telling I'm just telling you what you got Marco has a metal sword it's called stabbing <laughs> you don't want to stab him you just want to shiv him a little um you you also hear i would say at this point you also hear uh from the sound coming echoing in a tinny sort of noise next you hear ow i bumped my elbow oh god coming from uh, is this hell they can't get any worse no (laughs) why are you here (laughs) oh is that you guys where are you are you in a box too we're the, we are God. Why are you still alive? <laughs> when... Can we just really quickly make a pact to leave them in their box? Oh, oh yeah, 100%. They're not going Guys? Guys, the Dai Li didn't take me to the infirmary. They put me in a metal box. Oh, and they tied me up sucks. and gagged me. I just managed to get the gag out then when I fell sideways. What? Do you want to put it back I mean, in for us real quick? It's pretty hot and he's in a metal box. I'm pretty sure he's not going to live much longer, guys. We could just forget about this. <laughs> we can just ignore him. Yeah, yeah um, ignore him. <laughs> Okay, but also it's pretty hot and we're still stuck in a metal box, so. You guys begin to hear the sound of footsteps on the top of your metal cage. There's a sound of chains clinking. And then the door, which is now the ceiling, opens. Light streams in, momentarily blinding you. And you suddenly find yourself staring at an old weathered face. Has, would you like to describe your character, please? Uh, yeah, so you are looking up at a old, um, sort of le- leathery skinned man with a long, long white beard and like 
sun bleached like white white hair from a long life spent spent on on the desert and he looks down at you and says what are you young folks doing in this box hanging out getting a getting a radiating tan it's probably the best way you can get a tan nowadays you put yourself in a box that's really hot and the radiation just cooks you from the inside so we look brilliant but I see you've been doing it for a lot longer than us. You have to teach us your secrets. <laughs> Taking a nap. The sun is essential for vitamins and minerals. I've already released your charming friend over there. Would you like to hop out? Oh, you guys easy. look over and uh, <laughs> has his character has indeed uh, unlocked a box and you see the familiar skinny pale um, form of Pung. Um, for your for your character uh, has. Um, when you when you look across and you unlo- unlocked this guy, he was in a much smaller trunk. Essentially, he'd been hogtied and put into a small chest, um, not even made of metal, just into. I've not a untied chest. him from 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 that. No, no, <laughs> so he's the still box, hogtied. <laughs> he's got the gag down, and he's still like he's hogtied. Um, he's he's um, yeah, very very pale, very skinny, um, dressed in very elegant Earth Kingdom robes. You immediately, upon un- unlocking and opening the chest, would have realized this guy is probably the son of someone quite important. Um, and in fact, he then would immediately have gone, do you know who I am? My father is advisor to the Earth Queen. Unhand un- un- me. Untie me first. Don't unhand me. Um, and you just ignore him. Yeah. Un- unlock the metal cage <laughs> that sounds like it has slightly more interesting people inside of it, slightly less annoying people. What? Um, but for, for Haz's character, could each of you quickly describe your characters uh, for Haz's benefit? So do you want to start with Brandon? Can you describe Rung for us really quickly? And then we'll go Oko, uh, Oki, Marco, and Sherva. For sure. Uh, so, Rung Bolo, he's a uh, pretty tall sort of dude, so he's around six-ish sort of thing. Uh, for a dude, about, I'm going to, I'm sort of recording him to be around 17 uh, now as well. Uh, yep. For a 17-year-old, it's kind of like, picture sort of like a semi-Jojo's thing, but not quite that bad. Uh, it's pretty buff for some of that age, and pretty much any time you look at him, he looks to be trying to, like, eat some protein, lift something, but he looks uh, pretty muscular, long black hair, tied up in a big um, bun, similar to this. Uh, that's your man. That's your man. Right. Okay. Right, Oki is also 17. She's a waterbender from the Northern Water Tribe. She's still, she's, I think she's got like, like summer clothes on, but it's still quite heavy, blue and light blue, trimmed in fur. Like, she is not dressed appropriately <laughs> for the desert in no means. <laughs> yeah. And Marco? Um, like a 5, 10, uh, 20 year old. Yep. Uh, in formal. Uh, clothes, but like with uh, armor, like padding on the shoulders and like sides and stuff, with a very decorative sword at his side, with the normal black tied-up hair as a firebender. Yeah, yeah. So I'd say, um, has your character notices that? Yeah, it looks like Marco has the traditional sort of firebender armor, but you realize very quickly it's it's decorative. The person next to him, Sherva, uh, her armor is real. And Sherva, would you like to describe your? Uh... Well, Brie, would you describe Sherva, your character? <laughs> <laughs> um, I am a fairly young-looking woman, um, about 17, um, quite short compared to Marco. Um, I have one side of my head shaved, and the rest of my hair is tied up in the traditional firebender style. Um, I'm wearing proper armor, and at my side is a whip coiled up. And the whip, cool. I think you said it has three tips that are coated in silver. Wasn't it? Yeah, yeah. Like little silver blades. Three silver tips. 
And yeah. next to the whip is like a small flask of oil. <laughs> yeah, that's true. Right. So yeah, um, you guys, the the four of you are sort of looking up as uh, as Haz's character, who hasn't said his name yet. I, I mean, I hand over you guys. Yeah, you, you, you've seen what you will look like. I've brought you guys across to a little map. I will bring the stream across that map Ooh. as well so that they can see what you see. Um, what, are, what are you five young folks doing with these Dai Li fools? Uh, wasn't really on a, a purpose. Kind of fell into it, the whole situation, you could say. Does it look like we're like with them? Well, say? you... Pang, why would we be captured by Dai Li? Thought him to be with us in the Earth Kingdom. Oh. You wouldn't have to know anything about this being up long. This was definitely not told to me by my father. He would not have allowed this to happen. I think the Dai Li are up to something. I thought it was the Fire Nation attacking at first, but then I realized they were earthbending. Do you want to um, see the Fire Nation attack? I'll show you the Fire Nation attack. I've seen what you could do. There's no chairs here. I'm safe from you. Um, it's okay. It makes sense. I will take this part so easily. Earth Nation is um, the best, best warriors everywhere, ever. Strong. So, for the four of you, it kind of doesn't look like Haz's character has come and saved you. Uh, Haz, you came across these guys being attacked by buzzard wasps, uh, and you were able to drive them away. And you have no love for Dai Li, and seeing that they had people in a cage, um, you were more than willing to sort of like help take out the last of the Dai Li and then, and then open up the cage. Um, also, probably in your mind, you're like, they could have valuable supplies in that metal box. <laughs> have a quick, yes. quick scavenge. <laughs> metal trades to the beetle-headed merchants very richly. Yes, it, it does indeed. So the the large box could be a bit tricky to transport um, by foot. So probably, oh. yeah, you're thinking at this point, if you want to take that with you, you're probably going to start now, bending you over young to folks, I'll make you a deal. I will help you through the desert as you're now well out of your depth. You're wearing furs and you're wearing obviously decorative armor. If you help me get this metal to the beetle-headed merchants, I will get you out of here alive. I can't speak for your simple-headed friend over there, but the rest of you... Just the metal? Uh, we, don't yes, we don't need that chest over there? No, the chest and its contents are, are fine to stay more or less where they cool. are. Cool. As long as we're all on the same page with that, we're, we're okay. Uh, no, we are. Uh, we should probably save the idiot. Ah, uh, uh, yeah. Uh, you're talking about me. If one of you could please untie me, that would be fantastic. Thank you. We said save. We didn't say untie. <laughs> <laughs> he begins trying to like worm across the ground. I gotta find a sharp rock and free myself. Uh, he then cuts his arm on a rock and goes, oh, "I'm injured again." <laughs> I sand bend a little little wave of, of sand to sort of carry him onto my sand sailor. Yeah, so so at this point, um your sand sailors you you, you had seen this from afar and the, these rocky sections uh, that you've come across. So I should describe the area that you're in. Um definitely in the desert, but there are a series of rocky outcroppings here. You, looking back you can see that the edge of the water of the river is quite a distance away. Um and on top of that you can now see fire and smoke rising from the base of Hong Summer Estate. Um the, the unmistakable signs of, uh, of firebenders and Fire Nation soldiers clashing with uh, potential other guards. Um, so, uh, has. Uh, how do you pronounce your name just out of interest? Is it I? I. 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 You have had to abandon your sand sailor just through the rocky outcropping. 
there's ah. a series of tents set up um, just along the pathway towards the south, and you had to abandon your sand sailor there to to get to this section where you saw the Dai Li and the uh, the captives moving through. Right, that um, would make sense. That's not too far. Well, then I sand wave him over to us, so he stops wriggling around like like a little grub. <laughs> like a little grub. Oh, it's all in my pants. <laughs> I hate that. Said. It's rough and it's coarse and it gets everywhere. It's rough <laughs> and it's coarse and it gets everywhere. Uh, I, I look very offended at the, the insult to my precious sand. Yeah, so I would say this is the first time you guys have probably, since any of you have seen a sandbender. So um, I is wearing the traditional sandbender outfits, um, the, the very um, layered light colored cloths. Uh, as well as a, uh, it seems to be some sort of specialty hood that's very dark on the inside that he, he sort of keeps up and, and keeps his face shaded from the sun. Um, keep his white hair intact without burning his uh, his poor little old man noggin. Um, <laughs> and he has a symbol on his uh, on his belt, a slightly different version of the earthbending symbol that you've seen before, the, the, the um, large square with the uh, set square lines. Um, the lines at the bottom look to be far more... Um, warped and twisted almost like a little bit like waterbender uh style so it seems to be some sort of special symbol that he has adapted from his um from here from the earth kingdom's uh, earth kingdom sigil um and apart from that there's a few sort of items he's wearing that seem like they could be remnants of maybe a a warrior's or a guard's uniform um you probably would still have your braces you would still have the uh the pauldrons and the uh, the lower shin guards because they are functional in the desert even if they are um, the, the 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 color the dark green has been stripped off for just this now dull brown sand color the leather um and yeah and and you are seeing i very very masterfully begin sand bending um the the dick pung uh <laughs> along the ground as he's like sort of wriggling trying to get out of the grip of the sand as as uh, i just begins sort of twisting and moving it along uh, to pull pung with him can I use my suspicious mind? Yeah. Okay. Um, roll with you don't a trust the sandbender? <laughs> I don't really trust anyone right now, to be honest. That's fair. Mark, um, so, you're, so you're using your uh, one of your special... Um, uh, special techniques, correct? Isn't it the? Um, yeah. The, let me quickly. Yeah. So it's one of your special moves. One of my special um, moves. So suspicious mind. When you watch a person carefully to figure them out, roll with focus, um, and you can kind of figure out what they're what they're doing and what they're up to. Um, yeah. And you've got your questions there. So yeah, do you want to do you want to roll with uh, roll with focus, and then um, so you can just click the focus the dice next to the focus, and we'll see what you get. Nine mixed success. So um, you get to ask one of the one of the questions there you can basically ask is he telling the truth what's he truly feeling what does he really want right now what's he worried about or what is he up to otherwise any question you can think of as well um, i would like to ask him what does he what do you really want right now i um i you have to answer honestly at this immediate point, or more more general, what do I want for the rest of my remaining days? Uh, it's up to you to interpret that how you wish. You, you can answer immediately and then give a vague answer about your the rest of your days if you wish. Right now, I would like a hand loading this metal back onto my sand, sand yep. sailor. Yep. <laughs> after, after that, I, 
I think I'd like to find a nice place to settle down and have a nice cup of tea. Uh, he is telling the truth, Sherva. It, it, it does seem like his his move his his goal is not uh, misaligned with yours. When he offered that deal of look, I'll, I'll get you I'll get you to safety out of the desert if you help me with this massive metal contraption. That was an honest deal. You don't get the sense that he's being duplicitous. Um, you think okay. there's probably more to his goals than just having a cup of tea, but um, you you don't get any nefarious or. Um, yeah, no, no nefarious vibes from from I. He does seem to be an old grizzled man, probably a little bit starved of company. Potentially, it uh, doesn't look like he's um, he spends a lot of time with other people. His mannerisms and the way he talks is quite quite blunt. Um, someone who's a bit unaccustomed to long conversations. So you get the sense that could could be a little bit lonely as well. Okay, um, I'd like to just touch Mako's arm and then quietly mention to him. I think he's telling the truth. He doesn't mean any harm to us. We should help him, but stay on guard. I just nod my head. And yeah, yeah, I walk forward and try to assess how we're going to move the metal. Yeah, so you can see it is this massive metal container, um, but the walls are not particularly thick. It doesn't look like the, the walls are um, like plate. It's more like sheet metal, so it's um, cool. only a couple of centimeters thick. So potentially it could be something you could do to... To shift those to, to move it maybe a combination of some earth bending um eyes already sort of sand bending getting the sand to move around it which is moving it very very slowly um what's it going to go on to like how big you don't know yet he's he said something to? he's mentioned sand sailor but he hasn't gone into any more detail than that and none of you are familiar with what that is oh and you say uh the word sand sailor fair bit i've lost my voice now it's now american you say the word uh, <laughs> sailor fair bit right now old man who was so wise with the ways of tiny rocks but where do we put it and how far do I gotta take to put it I I look at him like he's kind of stupid for not knowing <laughs> obviously basic necessities yeah. of life like what a sand sailor is yeah this is pretty basic shit you need to survive in the <laughs> desert the fact that he's asking this question is a bit embarrassing for him <laughs> yeah. Uh, yeah. He, looks, uh, he looks very confident in himself yeah. as well that's <laughs> <laughs> Um, the my my transport through the desert. It's o- over these rocks, away a ways back. Uh, how big it is? A uh, roughly sand sailor size, I suppose. Uh, I would say that you this. know you know your sand sailor is roughly sort of eight nine meters long, um, two two and a half meters wide. Like I said, sand sailor sized. Rung, sand sailor sized. Yeah. to aim to just like. Um, if it's because like a big sort of like a big rectangle cube so I think he wants to like get like a, a sheet of excuse me he wants to get like a sheet of rock <laughs> every time to like hit the like the top corner of it and just like tip it and boom like that and just try and go chung, boom and just like use rock sheet to go just just keep rolling it over if possible okay. yeah no absolutely that would work um would you like to roll me with skills and training I would you like to make your first roll with skills I and training would. As you two begin working together to try and uh, shift this this large metal container, um, no one has untied Pung, so he is still hogtied. Good. Good. Who <laughs> <laughs> we expect us to act upon we that? Because we're not going to. <laughs> I'm just telling you what you see. Um, Rung, can I get you to oh. roll with skills and training as well, please? I has rolled a five, which yep. is did a it failure. not go through? Well, oh, it didn't go through. Okay, let me try again. That's all right. 
Sometimes roll 20 does weird things. Um, three. The two of you, as you begin pushing on this large metal container, um, you are really, really struggling. It is incredibly heavy. Every time you try and tip it, um, you're actually kind of working against each other. As Rung goes to tip it, I is then moving the sand, which just causes it to slip and fall back down. As then I goes to t- twist it forwards with the sand, uh, Rung just throws a rock at it, which knocks it off course a little bit. So it's becoming really difficult to move this thing with the two of you not working in tandem. Um, I'm going to get each of you to mark one fatigue as you both struggle in the hot sun to move this without much success. You said this is impossible. Or, or you can mark Do you know anything about earthbending? I mark you wouldn't foolish. happen to be a, a massive earthbender, would you be, Pung? <laughs> you, can, you can choose to take fatigue or mark foolish. Um, the way conditions and um, fatigue work is in combat, uh, a lot of the stuff you do uses fatigue, but conditions and fatigue together kind of are a bit of an indication of your health. When you have marked all your conditions, you are unconscious. You are taken out. You're not killed. This is Avatar The Last Airbender. Anyone who's killed has ambiguously done so. Um, <laughs> yeah <laughs> but uh but not being knocked unconscious uh very possible to do so yeah take, i'll, I'll take, take foolish yeah absolutely. I'm, I'm, I'm feeling very silly after after that display in front of the young people yeah and the way you so you can clear conditions to, to clear foolish you could take a foolhardy action without talking to your companions it's the easiest way to clear foolish um what's the hardest way the hardest way foolish. uh is to try and amuse people with your foolish acts so to try and like be so foolish that people respect you for it. <laughs> That's what Andrew's been doing his whole life. Has that has that worked for you, Andrew? No. <laughs> <laughs> I respect him. They're like okay. mom. <laughs> Kinda. Kinda. <laughs> um, but yeah, so that I mean, the sun is now getting quite hot inside the metal cage. Um, strangely, you hadn't you hadn't really been affected too much. You can see a tarp had been positioned over parts of the metal cage that you were in, this metal canister to protect you from the heat of the sun. It looks like the Dialy didn't want you dead. Um, but now that you are out in the open, it is getting very hot. Uh, my question is, what are you guys doing? Um, I have an idea. And let me know if this sounds really stupid. But... I'm in. <laughs> of course you are. Um, can we... Like, I don't think the metal thing, it's not, like, on top of any rocks or anything. It's, like, quite firmly in the sand, isn't it? It's just lightly on top of the sand, because I and um, Rung have been manoeuvring it and trying to push it. So it's, it's just sitting on the surface of the sand at this point. Okay. Well, can we get a rock slab either under it, or if you can't, can we get it next to it? And can we use sand bending to get tarp under it, and then between all of us, we can lift it up onto the rock slab? And then you should be able to move the rock slab to where we need to take it, right? I don't Sounds really know like how bending idea. works, but this I one do, is I, smarter than the rest of you. I do like it's it when the non-bending stand at it. I like it when old men compliment me. <laughs> Not creepy yeah. at all. I like it when the non-bender uh, tells benders how to do their job and is actually yeah. giving better ideas than the benders yeah, were yeah, doing. Yeah. I like it. Well, that's um, why I ended it with "Can we?" Like, I don't know what you're have you ever picked up a, a ever wanted a job and working with coal before? You've got great four women down there. <laughs> Unfortunately, I can't. I'm bound to this guy. I have oh. a, I have a much well, you heavier can... burden. Yeah. <laughs> you could be you could be uh, second captain to me. <laughs> this burden is a lot heavier than any coal you can throw at me. Like I'm sorry. 
My shoulders are already I'm, breaking. <laughs> I'm just in this conversation. I'm just like making a slab. Yeah. So I mean, like for the cliff face next to you, my, it's very my easy face to bend on Do we need to roll any um, skills and training or anything no, like that with, to be able to with do this? All of you, with all of you working together and working as a team. Um, with the previous failure now sort of weighing on your minds, with all of you working together, um, you are able to, uh, with Rung and I, Earth bending out this slab, Marco, Oki, and Sherva, you two sort of pulling back on the cage to get the the large rock slab underneath it and then pushing it forwards and pivoting it on. It doesn't take too much effort. Your plan is really well laid out. Um, with all of you working together, it's not too much of an issue to get this large metal container on top of the stone. And then Rung and I, it's a very simple thing for you guys to just start earth bending together. I, you focusing on the sand, Rung, you focusing on the rock to begin pulling this large metal cage with you. Um, so yeah, absolutely. Um, it is now it is now coming along for the ride with you. Sorry, I was just thinking, um, when I want to ask Pung, uh, does he know when you're earth bending at all? Earth bending? No, I'm not a bender. Oh, we were not cool if we were. <laughs> That's I, what my father I, I would always the... say to me. He said he'd love me more if I was. I would too. I give that man a hug in his hog tide. <laughs> his hog tide. <laughs> it's okay, little man. <laughs> I really don't like physical contact. But if I'll you could untie me, power. <laughs> you could untie me. While... Oh God! If you could untie me while you're there, that would be great. Um, tell me, tell me the greatest the joke you know. Yeah, and he's I'll on the hot sand. Okay. Just because it's so hot. Tell me a really good pun, and I'll let you go, pun. Oh, a really good pun. I don't know any off the top of my head. Could you just let me go anyway, and I will think of one in, in, in thanks. Top of your head. I'm... The sun. I think you did it, guys. You got this. <laughs> Shall I let him go? No. Oh. What, 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 happened? <laughs> what just Pung, happened? I tried. Apparently the pun needs to be a lot better for me to let you go, man. It's okay. The fact that, like, Rung is the one who's like, no, that was a really good play on words, man. Like, no. <laughs> that was awful. Doesn't no. take much to amuse him. <laughs> it was the I, worst um, pun ever. I will, however, roll him onto the top, and I'll grab the top and drag him along behind us. <laughs> I'm not going to leave Still him out here to die. I appreciate you not leaving me behind, but seriously, why the fuck aren't you untying me? Because you're so much safer. Trust me, you are so much safer where you cannot do harm to yourself. Um, exactly. Shiver, the gag exactly. is still around his neck, flies. just so you know. Group decision. Side guys and everything, can can't do it. Yeah, I'll do it. Yeah. So, Marco, you head behind I'll, and pull his gag back over the mouth. Oh yeah, hundred yeah. percent. I also oh, grabbed the more, 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 chest. As you I also grabbed the chest that he was in and put it on top of the metal sheets. Yeah, yeah, it's not that heavy. Yeah, it's just a, it's just a yeah, wooden yeah. chest. Yeah, you just chuck it on top of the of, on top of the metal. Yeah, absolutely. Um, yeah, and you said the city was on fire. Yeah, the not the city. So Barsing say you can see the wall, <laughs> the outer wall of Barsing. No, oh, from here. Wait, no. Okay, I thought you said the sorry. The the Bayfong Estate. You can see Was smoke rising thinking? from. Yep. <laughs> you can see smoke rising from the Bayfong Estate. Um, and you, yeah, I, it is clear that something is going down there. Cool, 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 cool. Best be off now. Sunlight's burning. Not yep. Just passing Feel that. So do we just uh, push it towards the sand yep. scooty? The this sand way. scooter. Yeah. So that you guys sand can. Sailor. The sand mobility scooter. <laughs> oh, <God. laughs> this is like coming down the highway. <laughs> 
<laughs> Out of my way. I need chips. <laughs> I got um, stronger engines now. Get out of my way, young Uh Yeah, no, so um, you guys can continue. You can start moving south. Um, I'm happy to move your tokens for the moment if you want, but then um, it's, it's all to you guys. When what, you, when we... Is that the top? Uh, so I've used that to uh, indicate the, the cage. I might make it one bigger ah. so it's nice and big. Yeah, that's about right. Spooky cage, very Halloween. Um, <laughs> spooky cage, yeah. I've had I broke it open so that we can have the effect of breaking out of cage. Um, yeah, as you guys begin heading through the this narrow passage of rock through the desert, you can see the landscape around you is barren and windswept and dry. The few plants that live here look to be hardy. Um, you can see a number of grasses actually move as as you get close they pull and withdraw inside these uh, these large stalks of wood the blades of grass sort of keeping away from any movement and the predators that would feed on them I should say the herbivores that would feed on them in this uh, in this dry landscape uh, the few scraggly trees that exist here cast very little shade the desert is hot and barren uh, in the distance as you round one of the larger corners of rock you can see a number of tents set up in the in the distance um, these red tattered tents uh, just off towards uh, a narrow fissure between two large outcroppings of rock um, and I you know this is where you parked your your sand sailor um, very sort of similar to where you first um, found and salvaged your sand sailor uh, an old abandoned campsite probably once used for trading or for um, spending the night out of the hot sands of the desert but I immediately you can tell something's not quite right you can hear the sound of voices coming from the direction of the camp uh and the sound of cloth being uh, rustled in the wind when you know for a fact you had stowed your sails up they were not left uh, not left out to catch the wind hold it there there's there's danger afoot <laughs> danger Environment shit, my kind of thing. This camp should be abandoned. I, I, I left it that way not long ago. Um, look, honestly, anyone we meet out here isn't going to be a friend to any of you, and they're probably not going to be a friend to me. So, um, uh, I've, it's a, it's a stretch. But I could probably teach you how to walk like a, like a sandbender, and we can try and disguise you into here and do some sort out who it is. One of you, maybe. I well, I'm good with rocks, so tiny rocks would be no problem. But I just like chuck it around my foot, make like a foot of sand. Yeah, it's it, isn't it? He starts like <laughs> gathering all the sand up around his feet. <laughs> yeah, yeah, absolutely. <laughs> um, yeah, so I'd, I'd like to use my walk this way thing to try and um, teach Rung a bit how to walk like he's from from the desert, so we could stroll out there and not look like we don't belong in the desert. Not, yeah, not immediately give you away. Um, yeah, yeah. So you you can do it to all of them. You can coach coach yep. your friends. Right. I would say these guys count as your friends. So um, right, cool. walk this way. When you make uh, when you make over, disguise and or coach your friends to fit in with a specific crowd appropriate to one of your backgrounds. Absolutely. Uh, you roll with creativity. 
So you can uh, you can roll with creativity for me. And there is actually a thing down the bottom, the little dice icon next to that, which you can just roll straight away. You've nailed it. Boom. 13, full success from I. Um, I, you, you're a man of uh, a man of the world. You have spent a lot of time um, traveling, a lot of time fitting in with different groups. You're very comfortable with the idea of um, of blending in. It has served you well throughout your life, being able to blend in very quickly to a group of people. Um, and as such, you, you're very quick and very able and competent in teaching these guys what they need to know to help survive the desert. Um, you point out, uh, without really explaining too much of why, you point out that it's very important not to walk with a steady gait when you're on the sand. To try and mix up your your footsteps a little bit to have a bit of a, 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 a non-rhythmic pattern, a mixed up pattern to your footsteps. Um, you talk through the importance of yeah, keeping your head, face, hands uh, shaded as much as possible because that's where you're going to lose the most moisture from. Um, teaching them how to um, keep their clothes wrapped around them, keep them safe from the wind, the sand, how to spot um, particular sand dangers. Again, without going into too much detail, you tell them to be on the lookout for things like um, ripples or waves in the sand, uh, any buzzing noises, angry buzzing sound like a large hornet is always a bad sign. Um, but most importantly, a little bit of the sand benders lingo is what you teach them as well. Um, but you're, yeah, you're, your ability to teach them is put, is flawless. They, they are all uh, within a few sort of minutes walking and talking like sandbenders with your instruction and with a few pointers from you. They're able to adopt these disguises quite well. Um, except, of course, for the fact that all of them are wearing pretty nation-specific clothing uh, because they were there for a summit. They've been dressed up in the typical outfits of their people. So, I mean, they, they do stand out a little bit in that regard. But their behavior, um, spot on. And, and probably you would have some spare clothes and scarves and things like that that you could lend them some cloaks to just chuck on and hide a little bit of their more obvious features or, or show them how yeah. to select. If you turn this cloak inside out, it's now just grey. Grey's better than bright red in this yeah, case. Yeah, throw, throw a little, like, shoulder to shoulder around the um, the young waterbender. Uh, tell the, the, yep. the fire nation dude that we, we, hit, we hit a caravan. We, we found, we salvaged. Your 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 armor. The Earthbender guy should fit in well enough. How? I just put some more sand in my green to make it just, just beige. Put some sand up. Just <laughs> rub it in. Yeah. The the tarp we have is is it like really big or is it just big enough to drag the dude along? Uh, it's so the tarp would be to cover the top of the um. It was to cover the top of the cage, which means it is roughly eight by six meters. So it is fairly decent. It's pretty big. I grab my sword and make a poncho out of it. <laughs> so now Pung, now Pung is just hogtied on the sand as you create a poncho that, out that, of this. That, this that's other fine. Tarp. I, I cut. I try to make sure <laughs> out of it so that it's one. While Marco, for sure. Marco, while your sword is out, could I, you? I, cut? I, he's, Oh, sorry, he's gagged, sorry. Thank you. Uh, yeah. <laughs> so I'm trying nice, to cut just... two out because we're going to stand out the most with Fire Nation. You oh, could make two ponches out of that, Mark. I'm going to tell you right now. In fact, you could probably make three or four. Done. If a poncho is only a meter by a make. meter. Yeah, you just make you can just make ponchos for everyone because a meter by yep. a meter poncho is enough to cover most of your chest and torso. Legs is going to give you away a little bit, but you get a poncho. Yeah, you get so a poncho. You do you want to roll me, uh, Marco, to see how good you do creating this poncho? Uh, I think this is not really relying on skills and training. I suspect we're now looking at more tricking an NPC. You're trying to create a disguise. Could you please roll me as if you're tricking an NPC, please? 
tricky um, character. As he's doing that, oh, no. I would like to go over to Oki and take her hair out and pull it down into like some braids or something like that, similar to what sand people would have. Yeah, okay. Oh, and I pull okay. my own hair out, so it's just flat. Uh, look. Yeah, absolutely. Um, Oki, if you let her do that, Sherva does braid your hair into a much more sort of utilitarian earthbending style. Your little hair loopies, as they're called. <laughs> um, and uh, Sherva, the you did Marco, is that not a two? It's not the lowest it could have been. So if I... how, how do you roll a two on 2d6? Is it, is that, not, is that, that is the lowest you can roll. Nope, I yeah. can get a one. Oh, you, oh, you have a negative one. Minus one. one. Negative. <laughs> <laughs> oh, as soon as I saw, like, as as I saw creativity, I'm like, oh no. Oh dear. Um, a two, two is impressive. Um, it's impressively bad. Um, the ponchos that Marco hands you look like they were created by a two-year-old who had access to tissue paper. The cuts are all over the place. He's cut two head holes on some of them. One of them doesn't have a head hole cut. There's no head hole. It's just a sheet of of tarp that he's like tied a little loop around part of it they are atrocious they are beyond bad it's the worst piece of clothing you have ever seen in your lives all of you and i as you look at this you are filled with disappointment it'll use mine as a bandana that's about I all it's good for i'll i'll go for two head holes put an arm through one and my head through the other the one, the one that Marco hands you, Sherva, is like it's like thirty centimeters by thirty centimeters. It's like a doll's poncho. <laughs> his, his, his idea of sizing is just way off. He's like a male video game designer designing female NPC costumes. It's just thirty centimeters of material, and he's handed it to you. <laughs> Bit of topical, oh, no. topical bands for you. Yeah, <laughs> Blizzard. <laughs> Blizzard. <laughs> Is it bad enough work. that you will mark him foolish? Mm. Sorry, one hundred and ten percent. Marco feels foolish. <laughs> Sorry, I yeah, absolutely. He's a genius. Yeah, it's um, it is atrociously bad. I can now get a negative one on trick. Okay, I see what you've written. Do you want to read out what you do? Uh, just while all this is going on, Oki does feel a little bit bad for Peng, and so she sort of just drags him into the shade of some rock so that he doesn't become, like, a Peng jerky. What is Peng wearing? Peng jerky. Uh, so Peng is wearing a very elegant dark green suit with the symbol of the, the Earth Kingdom, that large circle um, with a square cut out of the centre. Um, he has slippers on, um, not designed for walking on anything rougher than uh, gentle marble um he yeah i mean he he is so woefully unprepared for the desert um it, it it's not funny it's a, he, his clothing is is very heavy um but it's not very covering so it's this suit made of very thick material but it doesn't cover his shoulders very well his sleeves are bare so he's got his arms exposed a little bit like rung does on his uh, on his fan art i know you're trying to make us feel bad for this person but no no i'm, I'm just describing what he wears I'm also wondering if there's anywhere I can fashion his clothing into something better for myself <laughs> than what. You could just take his jacket off and wear it as a hat, like problem solved. Tied into like a, a rough sort of turban. Um, Marco has made a poncho for Pung, but it's just a sack. Perfect. <laughs> the bag. We are, he's getting upgraded from being dragged along to toss over his shoulder. <laughs> yeah, upgraded. <laughs> uh, so we have an upgrade for you. Your ticket has made you eligible for an upgrade. Does he have any kind of, like, sack. 
cape or anything like that on. No, no, it's, it's a suit that he's wearing only. Um, very, very formal dinner suit, but um, no sleeves, just okay. the, the bare arms. What we could do is we could mix some water and mud together and try to disguise some of the clothing that we currently have. Potentially. Yeah. Cover ourselves in sandy mud. Okay. Just a side thought, guys. Um, see this water in my bending thing? This is literally all we have between oh. my bending and our necessity to drink water oh. to survive. Uh, oh, oh, yeah. Plenty of spit. He starts spitting on the ground. He's like, everyone, quick, join in. <laughs> Plenty it... of very juicy cactuses in, the, in this desert. Yeah, I, you know that there's a there's a number of uh, species of cacti in the desert that you can get drinking All water very out of. quenchy. They're it's, the quenchiest. Yeah, the, the quenchiest. The quenchy. <laughs> it's very important not to drink it straight, though. Um, please don't share this with the group. The group don't hear this. Uh, but you know that you need to render the water from them. You need Naturally. to boil it. You cannot um, just drink less the sap. you're in for a good time powerful hallucinogen um you've done it a number of times you've just drunk the sap when you've been really bored or it's um, the quenchiest it's the quenchiest yeah um but yeah if you if you want to get safe drinking water from the cactuses that is it you need to render it um but a waterbender shouldn't have any trouble extracting water from a cactus but a waterbender with you shouldn't shouldn't be too hard for them to be able to pull the moisture from the from the plant can okay okay how good are you at pulling moisture from things because uh, rumor has it the human body is 70% water and we have a pretty useless human body <laughs> sitting right there. His water is now right. the tribe's water. <laughs> <laughs> I was just going to say his water belongs to the tribe. <laughs> it's oh, like body... long applies to kick in here, guys. <laughs> no, no, this is Dune now. We've gone full Dune. His body belongs to the desert, but his water belongs to the tribe. We're, we're I mean, kill a man. <laughs> As he starts trying to worm away from you. You absolutely can manipulate water inside others. Big taboo. Generally not not allowed to do it. Can generally only do it on a full moon because it's um. But also, it's a good question, Oki. Would you know about bloodbending? I don't think you would. Not yet. I. That is a pretty. It's it's something that is so taboo. It's not spoken about. I. I don't think you would know about bloodbending. We can. In we which can, case. I can't pull it from people unless they pee, and that's a little bit gross. Um, I've, I've heard that you might be able to pull it from plants, but I grew up on the North Pole, where there's literally an endless supply of water. I can, I can try. He's <laughs> <laughs> just like, so hopefully optimistic about the idea of pulling water from a human body. <laughs> <laughs> so just, like, innocent look of I can try if it makes you happy I'll do it just, <laughs> just over there like Marco's sword like a mine on the altar just like raising <laughs> <laughs> sacrifice remember when I said we wanted to try and keep the vibe in, in line with Avatar The Last Airbender <laughs> I just want you to know it's in case those, you like, went aware cuts. The, 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 this is not we're not we're not that we're, we're about as far from that as you can get talking about drinking people is about as far from avatar the last worry, airbender I, I was having the thought of um if we dehydrate the, the body then that's not a good snack 
Oh, I'm just like, I'm just seeing the logical leaves we've gone from to just cover ourselves in mud. If, oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> I, if Punk like, could speak right now, he would be. Depravity. If Punk could speak right now, he would have a pun for you, but unfortunately he's gagged, so he just has to go. Oh, what a shame. What a shame. Um, guys, I think we're going too far with this. I think we might just walk up to these people at this stage. Yep. All right, let's yes. go. I'll, okay, I'll, I'll yeah. go first. You, you guys follow, follow behind. Just remember um, what I taught you. I pick up the sack of Punk and. Hold it over my shoulder. Ask, that's merchandise. <laughs> <laughs> um, he he is he he heavy. You are dragging him on the sand to so throw him over your shoulder like a sack of potatoes. The human body is not that light. Ali, yeah. Good idea. I have my oar. Can we tie the sack sort of oh, in a multiple God. parts to the oar and then have one over each of our shoulders? Yes. <laughs> yes, you can. Like, like a hobo's big boat. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> like some fucked up Peter Pan thing where you're like taking a kid back yes. tied up to an oar. Yeah, yeah. That's exactly um, it. you to Neverland, <laughs> Oh, boy. Um, this guy's going to be I'll tell you what. Uh, I was hoping to pick up a sponsor for this. I feel our our, our pool of sponsors <laughs> dwindling as rapidly as the water you have available for this desert outing. Um, no, that's a chance. Raycon will sponsor anyone, don't worry. That's <laughs> true. Raycon and Shadow, Raid Shadow Legends will sponsor <laughs> anything. <laughs> um, hey, we like VPN. Can you cover this up? Yeah, yeah, we're giving them free advertising. I'm cutting all of those names. It's just going to be beeped out. I'm going to yes. beep them out, and then when you sponsor us those beep locations, then you can hear yourself be sponsored by the Or like, oh, you mean like redacted? Use promo code redacted. <laughs> Use promo code sponsor us now, you selfish pricks, and uh, get 10% off your next Raycon. <laughs> um, yeah, so uh, I'll be cutting all of that because uh, I don't want that. <laughs> it's all cut. Uh, but yeah, so you guys, anyway. it's short work. To, to take some rope and tie uh, Pung's sack uh, between the oar and now Oki and Sherva, you are uh, holding Pung in the sack. He is wriggling. He's making noises. Um, I Did you <laughs> say that they should introduce it as more merchandise? Yeah. If anyone asks, he's merchandise. Right. Well, what's in the Fantastic. sack is merchandise. Fantastic. I very quietly say to Pung, if you don't keep quiet, we're probably all going to get killed. So please, for the love of everything, stop moving. Plead with an NPC, please, Sherva, because you have done nothing but make this guy's life a misery. <laughs> Your entire it's interaction with this man has been actual torture. Um, yeah, true. It's always an okay. option of a pun as well. Pun. What's my harmony? Oh, minus one. Okay. This is Fantastic. As it should be. Because you have... <laughs> you should have one. <laughs> that is appropriate. A one. Is that... That's... <laughs> That's amazing. You've actually rolled the lowest possible, which I think is about right. The dice gods have rewarded your <laughs> treatment of Pung with an appropriate roll. Pung begins Literally screaming through the, the gag. Smallest roll you, can get you, you hear from inside the bag. <laughs> as he screams through the air. Uh... Pung, Pung, Pung. If you don't quiet, you'll be the first to be gone. Um, that sounds like an intimidation. Yeah. <laughs> Could you please roll me an intimidate check? Mark. Twelve for success. Oh my god, yes. He goes he goes <laughs> completely still in silence. Um I was gonna say you have a plus to this because you have talked in earshot of him about drinking him, about drying him out <laughs> and eating him as jerky. Uh, I mean <laughs> he's I will say at this point, uh without any any sort of insight check required. He is terrified of you guys. 
Um, As he should be. Yeah. Uh, but yeah, yeah he, he's tied up in a sack and he goes still and doesn't make any more noise for the moment. That's what I thought, Pung. Now, shall we? All right. Moving on in. <coughs> yeah, right, as you guys begin... Walk as I walk, say as I say. Do as I do. <laughs> as shuffle, yeah, shuffle, shuffle, shuffle for sand. It is kind of uncomfortable, though, isn't it, getting sand on your toes all day? Anyway. <laughs> sand people. Sand people. That's what I do. I'm a sand people. Flame you, hot man. Ah, <laughs> uh, you have heard that that is the cool thing Fire Nation soldiers say to each other. <laughs> you have heard Flamio Hot Man is the is the correct sort of like greeting. It's fairly recent. It's only been out in the last couple of uh, like year or so, but you've heard it. Um, but yeah, you guys begin heading through the narrow uh, gap between these two large stones. As you emerge from behind the large red hexagonal tent, um, tattered holes carved through it, you can see in front of you um, a pretty pretty intense sight. Um, for Marco, Oki, Rung, and Sherva, this is the first time you've ever seen a sand sailor. Um, what you see before you is a large wooden ship uh, with a massive cloth sail um, strung between two large poles and then a second smaller sail on a bit of an angle to that. Um, it is parked on a series of uh, light sandy uh, patches and in front of you you can now see the Siwong Desert stretching before you, rolling sand dunes as far as the eye can see. The blistering hot desert sun beating down on you. That's what you first see. What you second see is two groups of sandbenders um, who are angrily talking amongst themselves and pointing at this uh, this large sand ship. You can see one of them has moved to the front of the boat and is scraping away at some caked on mud, revealing the name of the of the ship, the name of the sand sailor, um, which is the Dauntless. Um, I you you didn't know that. It had a name card in it. It's been so caked in mud. Um, and when you salvaged it, um, you had no interest in displaying its original Legally. name. <laughs> uh, yeah, yeah, you can hear them talking uh, in, in quite angry tones. Their sand sailor is, uh, is just uh, out of sight of the map where you guys are. It's just towards the south, um, parked uh, just nearby. It looks like they saw the sand sailor from a distance and have come over to investigate. Um, and are... Uh, a little bit, uh, a little bit angry, a little bit uh, cross about what they're seeing in front of them. I hobble over. Blessings of the desert on you, tribesmen. Uh, the leads, uh, this sort of larger man dressed in the very typical sandbender uh, clothes, with these white shades uh, that cover most of his eyes, leaving only a slit of black for him to look through, uh, turns towards you and goes, "Who are you? What do you want?" Uh, I'm. I of tribe Ningguo. I am just coming back from collecting this here salvage to my sand sailor. What what business have you with with my belongings? Your belongings. So this is your sand sailor, then, is it? Yes, I I obtained it legally. Because I know for by, a by fact, our laws. I know for a fact my cousin said some dickhead. Stole his sand sailor, leaving him stranded in the desert for four days. He's not the same. Something broke in him. I've been looking for the asshole responsible. I'm guessing that's you then. And who are these? Your accomplices? And points to the rest of you guys. Uh, no, no, these are just some, um... I'm second second skipper captain of the boat yes. of the second sand. skipper captain of the boat of sand yes. <laughs> what? What? as all sand people under, understand and know of course 
Gauntless vessel. Must be <laughs> like another bow which you've seen before somewhere. That peruses sand. Question. Probably not the one you're thinking of. And I don't do like <laughs> not the bow which you're ah, looking for. not the droids you're looking for. <laughs> <laughs> you don't want to sell me death sticks. <laughs> yeah, I don't want to sell you death sticks. Rethink your life choices. <laughs> you want to rethink your life choices. <laughs> These uh, are no, the droids you're looking I, for. I, we we I found that. this this sand sailor abandoned in 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 the desert. Uh, no no word of your cousin. Um, I feel terrible for for his mishap. It is a egregious crime to rob one of their sand sailor. Egregious crime indeed. Something that compensation should be paid for, I think. Don't you? Uh, yes, un un undoubtedly to the person who did it, which is not me. Definitely not me. Uh, could you make me a trick and NPC, please? Yeah, sure. Um, just so you know, Brandon, your webcam has cut out and it now says EOS webcam utility with an unplugged cable. It's probably gone <laughs> flat. A little puppy dog that happened to also be named Cora may have destroyed the plug on his original. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that Cora! Is something that is possible. Oh, that's amazing. Yeah, okay, you're back. There we, we go. Although you're very, very, very. There we go. Um, oh, sorry. It's a whole thing shit. You are so zoomed in. Um, yeah, so. Um, oh, no. Is that a six, Has? Yeah. Uh, he looks towards you. Um, I think we can cut the bullshit, don't you? You're old enough to know that if you want to live here, survive in the desert, you know what battles to pick, when you can win, when you can lose. There are six of us, and only five of you. Children and old man, do you really want to fight us? I think you should hand over that salvage there, points towards the large metal cage, and that sack of goods points towards the sack mm. containing um, I'm happy to hand that one containing part <laughs> <laughs> and we can we can be on our way of course we'll be taking back our sand sailor well you could just have, you could just have the sack if you want it's yeah you can right. take the sack if you want like yeah. it's actually quite heavy to be honest it's loud quite valuable um yeah at that, at that i i straighten straightens up he, he loses his like sort of a hunched over old old man Routine and you—you you are right, young man. I do know exactly which fights to pick, which is why your cousin lost his sand sailor. <laughs> and he had that coming, I might add. Um, as you say that, he goes. Ah, it's been a while since we had a bit of a workout. All right, boys, get him. One's hiding behind the ship. Don't forget to take her out first. And uh, <laughs> with that. Uh, no more moving about on the map for the moment. We are going to launch into combat as you see the sandbenders begin taking up poses. Now, we did combat a little bit um, incorrectly last session, but that's okay because we're all learning how to play and it's our first time we get in there. We're going to do it correctly tonight. So um, to make my life easy, rather than having six individual sandbenders, I have combined them into two groups of three, which is apparently a much easier way to run this. Already I'm happy with that. Secondly, um, the way that we work with the combat is when you guys uh, roll... So when, when you pick your um, type of combat approach, your approach in combat, um, basically whether you're going to be um, defending, whether you're going to be... Uh, Where's the thing? So it's uh, defend and maneuver, whether you're going to be advancing and attacking or whether you're going to be evading and observing, you pick that. 
then you roll, and depending on the number you roll, you pick a number of actions uh, combined with basic actions, basic combat actions, or special techniques. Um, so, the NPCs, I already know what they're going to do. So my question is, uh, all of you, you can work as a group, you can discuss this. So um, Bree, Brandon, Ali, Andrew has, you, you can discuss what you want to do. Each of you will then come up with what you want to do within that um, that framework, and then we will resolve the combat um, piece by piece. So my question is, uh, what would you guys like to do? Uh, well, we need the vote, right? Yeah, I, I think we only have one option. Oh, and the stream has just awarded advantage. So, stream points. Dragon has given advantage to Marco. Uh, Marco, you have an advantage. I'll take a note of it. You may spend it when you wish. Yay. So Ooh. let me know. Let me know when you want to spend that advantage. Um, Does so he the stream have to let you can... know before he rolls. Ah, no, Dragon no, could no, be the fine. hero of this stream. Uh, so yeah, so there's there's uh, channel points you can spend to award advantage, disadvantage, and things like that. Um, and you can also summon things as well. So anyone who's a fan of the show Avatar, if there's an animal or a thing you want to summon, uh, you can spend channel points to summon it for these guys to have to fight. So um, free to go nuts with that sort of shit. I love it. Uh, it just makes life really interesting for them. I summon as a pet. Summon upper? I summon an air bison. Um, yeah, so... so um, my question is, what are you guys doing? So, um, Remy, you can discuss as a team, decide what you want to do, um, uh, and then we'll we'll play it out. Okay, so and I'll put some battle music on boat. Need We need boat, so we hit them to get boat. Yep. I follow so far. That's the plan. Perfect. That, that was the whole plan? Um, yes. I, I, I clue oh, them I in that cool. I have smoke bombs <laughs> that I, I, I was, I'm planning on using to scoot over to those rocks to the West. We get use the smoke bombs, get on the sand sailor, and then quickly sail leave. away. But then we will lose the salvage. Sand sailor. Then we, then we do need the metal. What was your question? Sorry, Bree. How tall is the sand sailor? So it's it's essentially um, imagine like a catamaran. So there's two large, um, almost like separate hulls, like a catamaran or like a um, uh, like an ocean going, like a what's sort of after. Um, like a raft that's got the two two base sections that slice into the sand. The rest of it is up um, by probably probably a meter off the sand. Um, and then the section itself, there's a small cabin at the far end underneath the sail that looks like it's got a, a bedroom and a, and a kitchen and an area to, to sleep out of the sun. And then the rest of it is uh, shade cloths and um, is semi-exposed to the elements. Okay, Good. so hiding behind it was Sorry. a dumb idea to start with. Oh, not necessarily. Yeah. Um. Okay. Well, if I will I probably earth bend around sand. Just oh, sorry, I let you get your thing first. Okay. <laughs> um, I'll probably reposition to be between them and Marco. So, like here. So you'll sort of vault over and try and run over to intersperse yourself between them and Marco. Absolutely. So that kind of sounds like you're going for a bit of a defend and maneuver. So you're maneuvering yourself into position and yeah. defending Marco. Yeah. Um, yeah, all right, so can I get you to roll with focus for me? And then when, then we'll figure out what your moves are and we'll, we'll uh, action them. Um, I think it was Caesar position, so the advance to a new location. Uh, that's defend and maneuver, Caesar position. Defend is an attack, isn't it? Yeah. yeah. Should be should be defend and maneuver. Uh, that's um, no. defend and maneuver, Caesar position. Yeah. I, I have advance and attack, Caesar position. Oh, the, yeah, okay. me too. The sheet might be wrong. <laughs> Let me have a quick look at because it's definitely Mine's not. Mine's advanced can... and attack, yeah. 
Um, they updated yeah. it in patch 2.0. They've, okay, no, they have. They have. There's been about three or four versions of the, oh, of the what? guide. They what? Have, no, no. We're playing. We're playing version. Uh, let me look at like 1.6 or something like that of the quick start guide. So the full version hasn't come out yet. We're still playing the the early events. Um, okay, I can see here. So what it should say: ready, retaliate, and seize a position. Uh, defend a maneuver. Strike, pressure, and smash are advance and attack. Um, test balance, bolster or hinder, and commit are evade and observe. It looks like this is the slightly older version of the um, right. Right. Okay. of the sheets. <laughs> Fuck. It's going to make life complicated. Um, do you guys have the cheat sheet that I sent you? Grabbing that up yeah. now. I'm going to send it to Haz in Facebook right now so you've got your cheat sheet. Haz, Thank this is you. the cheat sheet of moves so that you've got a copy of it. Um, I'll send it to you right this second. <laughs> I, I did not even think that they would have changed it that much for the um, the thing that we would have to actually like compensate on our on our sheets. Um, oh, did you? Sorry, I just see that you asked me the Oasis name. Yeah, I missed you, Palms Oasis. I already solved it, Dara. You didn't. We didn't have to expose that I didn't know anything about the desert. Yeah, you don't need to. Your character That's knows. Right. Has <laughs> There you go. I've sent you the cheat sheet, which has everything on it. Um, okay, oh, cool. So back in back in the zone. Um, sorry. So Sherva, you're going to do a. Um, a defender maneuver. So you're going to seize a position that's defender maneuver. Um, could I please have you roll me with focus? Mixed success. So you can pick. So the way that combat works that we got a little bit wrong last time, by we I mean me. Um, when you roll uh, with a seven to a nine, which in your case is, a, is an eight, you can use one basic or one mastered technique. So you can pick whether you want to do a basic technique. So that would be Caesar position. Um, so you are successful in that if that's what you wanted to do. Um, so is that what you would like to do? Um, yes. So you're going to Caesar position. All right, perfect. We'll discuss that when it comes up. Um, Marco, Oki, Rung, and I, what are you guys thinking you're going to do? I... Here. Yeah, I'm probably going to toss a, 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 a smoke bomb down at... um that closest group of of how, how do i ping uh, uh if you just hold press the left and hold. aha cool yeah 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 so i'm going to toss a smoke bomb down on on those i'm thinking probably going to be a a, a hinder or, or evade, evade and observe yeah that would definitely be um bolster or hinder i'd say yeah. in this case you're going to apply a status of i'd say stunned is the most appropriate for a smoke bomb you're trying to stun them you're going to catch them off guard um, which will prevent them from acting or responding for a few seconds. So that's, I mean, that's great. I'll write that down for you. So you're going to um, try and uh, and hinder them. Could I get you to, um, you can clear one fatigue if you wish. So I think you've taken a fatigue from trying to turn it over. So you can actually clear that. You can clear your fatigue. No, I took and foolish. Then... Oh, you took foolish. That's right. Sorry. Um, so now roll with creativity or harmony, your choice. Uh, I would recommend whichever one's higher. Creativity. <laughs> Seven, mixed success. So yeah, you're able to do this basic maneuver. Absolutely. So I'll make a note of that. So you're going to try and hinder them by uh, stunning them with a smoke bomb. Yep. Alrighty. Uh, Mako, what are you thinking of doing? Mako, Oki, and Rung, are you guys going to try and do something together or are you going to try and stay separate and um, try and come um, up with your own things? That group ahead of us here, yes. uh, I would like to pressure them. By yeah, pressure. Use okay. my new sandy walkie boots. To like scoot up with my sand and like just like whip it at them and put some pressure on them and like try and like impress them with how good I'm with sand. 
Yeah, absolutely. So you're trying to okay, you're trying to impress them with your with your new sand bending, uh, uh, well, sand, sand uh, bending maneuvers. Okay, um, yeah. So uh, you get to choose an approach that they. Oh, sorry, we should roll with passion first. So would you like to roll me with passion, and uh, we'll see if you are successful. So far, Very you guys have been rolling pretty well. I mean, you've, you've been rolling well. Not too many failures. <gasps> Eight. Yes. Yeah. So you get to choose one of the advances, one of the approaches that they can take. So defend and maneuver, advance and attack or invade and observe, and they can't take that uh, on their next yeah. turn. So is, which one would you like them to? They can't use uh, advance and attack with that one then, just because it's... Perfect. I'd like to believe I'm just like, just gracefully said, scoot at them like a, like on a skate rink, something like yeah. that, some like Blades of Glory type stuff. But yeah, yeah. We are no, absolutely. We are we'll, taking uh, back at this poet. We'll go through and describe each of you things in detail when we have the exchange. So that the way that this works is we, we sort of like very yeah. basically say what you're doing in the mechanics. And then as a group, I'm going to describe the whole exchange and I'll be passing over to you guys when it's your turn to describe what your character does. Please oh. go as nuts as you want, like go as much detail. Um, if you have a catchphrase you can think of, absolutely. Like, what a trap. Um, <laughs> always a classic. Yeah. Or it's the quenchiest as you throw cactus juice at him. Yeah, it's always an option. Um, okay, Marco and Oki. Are you guys going to try and okay. work as a team or are you just doing your own thing? I'm going to do my own thing. Okay, cool. Um, <laughs> I'm sorry because I don't know. Um, I'm going to move sincere. up towards this group here. Yep. And just uh, get in front of them all and just block. Okay, so you're going to try and defend and maneuver. So yeah, could you please roll me with focus? Why do I have no focus? You guys have all, all been rolling pretty well tonight. Okay. Seven? Yeah, yeah. So um, you're going to try and get in the way. So you're trying to sort of, um, I guess, like, are you trying to ready yourself? Or are you going to uh, use one of your special abilities? I'm going to use my move so when I block, if they have to take two fatigue instead of one to overcome my defenses. Yeah, absolutely. So I'm just... Okay. So for whenever they want to do anything. So this is one of your special handbook moves. Do you want to describe it in a little bit of detail for those? Because this is the first time I think you've used this. So do you want to describe it for us? Um, so when, apparently when people attack someone who's blocking, they must mark one fatigue to overcome the defenses. Yep. Uh, however, with my skill set, they have to mark two instead of one to overcome my defenses. Okay, fantastic. Uh, Oki, would you like to describe what you're doing? I think she's going to try and attack, like in a way that's going to push them away from the um, sandboat. Yeah. Sort of to try and, like, you know, if we if she can sort of maneuver these guys and yep. push them like back using water, like while using her oar as just like in the same way that an airbender would with his glider. She's yep. got what little water she's got on her. Yeah. So you're going for a, a strike. It sounds like. Absolutely. Uh, could you please roll me with Passion? With Passion Crush. Um, all right. No pressure, but everyone has succeeded. So, hey, there we go. Eight. Fantastic. Yeah. So, uh, absolutely. You can you can do a strike. Um, okay. So, here's how things go down. Um, Sherva, as you vault over the ship, you run forward and throw yourself over the top of the ship. Um, basically doing a, a little bit of a, a sort of spin in the air as you come down and in, intersperse yourself in the way uh, of these sandbenders and Marco blocking his attack. Um, at the exact same time, Marco sort of gets into position next to you, uh, pulling open his sword into a, into a defensive uh, standpoint, I imagine, Marco, as you try and get ready to prepare yourself. So both of uh, Sherva and Marco working together, getting ready to defend against these attacks. What's wrong, Marco? No, it's just, it's just funny. 
What's he funny? didn't listen when I said that I was putting myself between him. Oh, no, I did. Okay, he didn't listen at all. Yeah, yeah, no, 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 he didn't listen at all. No, he didn't listen. Um, so when we, just, when we next do the uh, does your ward listen to you most of the time, I think we know the answer. <laughs> uh, remember, you can, you can call him out on this bullshit, Sherva. You, you can call him out and say you're not acting up to your principles and um, try and shift his balance so that he trusts you more. You can do that. Not, not in the middle of battle, right. probably, but uh, yeah. you can do that. No, you, I mean, I mean, you well, you can. can do it in the middle of battle. It's up to you. Um, but yeah, so Sherva and Marco basically are like getting into position, ready to defend against this oncoming uh, onslaught. Run. Uh, you and Oki begin sprinting forwards. Um, Oki, as you whip out this water and fling it forwards, uh, did you want to mark a fatigue to do two fatigue to that group of sandbenders, or did you just want to do the one fatigue? Is it possible to still do the get them to mark a condition instead, or is that uh, yeah. something to do with the rolls? Um, yeah. So, so you can. So no. So, so you can mark one fatigue to instead choose to hammer them with your blows, force them to to mark two fatigue, or strike where they're weak, inflicting condition. So you can choose to. So you take a you take a fatigue, and you can inflict a yeah. condition. What what condition would you like to uh, inflict? Um, she wants to try and make them scared. Like yeah. Absolutely. She, yeah. So can like, you describe your waterbending? Can you describe your so waterbending for us in a scary way? Halloween. So scary she's way. got her her oar that she always has with her. Not really useful in a desert, mind you, but she's still carrying it all the same. Um, she's dumped Pang off. Um, you know, she just <laughs> slipped him as off he drops and, under the hot uh, sand. <laughs> he's in a sack. He's not on the hot sand. The- as he's dropped in a sack. <laughs> And she whips it around her head to really get some surface tension going on this water and creates a loop around her. And then it whips out, similar to how she's seen Sherva do her, which she's taking inspiration. Oh, okay. And she's trying to essentially slap the sandbenders across the face and push them away from the boat. Yeah, uh, look, as as you begin whipping around this water, uh, the sandbenders were not prepared for this onslaught, especially water bending. They, they were not expecting water bending. Um, I will mark uh, a condition. I will mark afraid. Um, water is terribly frightening to sand folk. You are right, Hess. I mean, this. I mean, I would say that probably what they're more afraid of is this blatant disregard for for water. I mean, in the desert, water is precious. This idiot is just waving it around in the hot sun like a whip. Um, that's, a, that's an intense use of water right now. What was that? Sorry, Brandon. I'm just going to try and steal I was just water. like, I just imagined the water coming past me. I was like, eh. <laughs> 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 Podcast listeners, uh, both Brandon has and I all at the same time stuck our tongues out and wiggled them around pretending to drink water from an invisible water whip. That's how immersed we are right now. Hot sandy water. Please don't gif that or gif that. Um, yeah, so so and what was that last thing you said? Okay, you're trying to... Um, to whip them back with the water what was the last thing you said just before yeah um so she's trying to push them away from the boat so that yeah. if we have an opportunity to jump on and escape you can they're, do it like, yeah they're absolutely the yeah um absolutely uh and uh rung um as you go to to leap forward and attack this group of sandbenders in front of i um these guys are doing they're attacking as well so both of you guys send out your attacks at the same time um so as you go to do this pressure um, could I get you to... So which approach? You didn't want them to use attack and advance next turn for the next exchange. Cool. So they're, they're doing it this turn, but yeah. I can't do it for the next turn. Um, as they as they reach forward, they send out this wave of sand towards you and I that sweeps across. Um, could I get you to please mark uh, one fatigue for me, uh, Rung, and one fatigue for me, yeah. I? 
as the sand blasts into you as they as a coordinated effort they stand and push and the sand uh, rolls around very similar to what you've seen uh, in the desert when there's danger about eye the same sort of rolling wave of sand that pulls across um the last group are evading and observing so i as you go to hinder them with your smoke stun bomb um the other group that sherva and marco were um interacting with are going to try and hinder uh that group so um i you throw out a smoke bomb uh, you reach into your pack pull out this uh, this cloth wrapped um bundle of uh various chemicals that you've collected from the desert including buzzard wasp venom and you just fling it towards them. As it strikes the, the rocky sand, it explodes, filling the area with this acrid smoke. Um, you hear the sound of coughing <coughs> coming from inside this uh, this dense, uh, acrid yellow smoke um, as they are hindered. Uh, and you were inflicting uh, the condition of stun. So yeah, they seems like they are caught off guard and unable to respond for the moment. Um, the Am group I able to who... scoot over to these rocks here? Yeah, you can scoot over those rocks. Only like five meters. It's fine. Um, or is it, so, so is the it way just the like way cactus cactus fog, cactus yeah. vapor. <laughs> yeah, it's it's cactus vapor as they begin tripping balls as like their pupils go. <laughs> the sand turns like this crystal yellow, and they're like, "Drink cactus juice. Whoa, it's man. a quencher. It's the quenchiest. Who <laughs> bit Momo on fire? Uh, yes, as they as they begin tripping balls. Um, Marco and Sherva, these sandbenders begin lifting their arms up and pulling the sand up in front of you uh they're doing the exact same thing they're trying to stun you with this um sand in your eyes so yeah for this next round you guys don't get to do anything as they stun you with this sand um blasting you in the face getting in your eyes in your pants it's gritty gets everywhere um, um with my caesar position it says any foe engaged with you can mark one fatigue to block their technique would you like to mark a fatigue to block this technique yeah, you can mark a you can mark a fatigue. You um, intersperse yourself and prevent the sand getting in your eyes. You just like close your eyes and turn it back, turn around, <laughs> and that's it. As you just go, can like, pull I your prevent up. it from hitting Marco instead of preventing it from hitting oh. me? To block this technique, yes, I would say absolutely. Yep, okay. I'd argue that. Um, and Marco, your oh. block anyway. They have to mark um, two fatigue to be able to attack you anyway. Yes. So, I mean, the, this Sher- Sherva's Sherva's move here. So actually, in that case, Sherva, I think probably as you vault over. You fling your whip out as they raise their arms up. Your whip catches around their wrists and pulls hard down on it, um, breaking their concentration, preventing them from being able to bend this sand up into your faces. Um, that was a super cool exchange. That is an exchange. We've done an exchange correctly, everybody. Yay! <laughs> now we get to do it all over again. Uh, so the NPCs know what they're doing. My question is, as we move into the second exchange, what are you guys doing? Uh, you now know that the group of NPCs... Uh, engaged with I and Rung, this group here, for those of you who can see the map, they cannot advance and attack this turn. They have been blocked um, by Rung. Rung has prevented them from being able to do that. What does the stun condition impose on them that I that I hit them with? Uh, they can't do anything this round. So that group, they they can't. They've got. They're, right. they're taken out of this uh, this exchange. There's nothing they can do for this exchange. All right, Rung, let's get him. <laughs> get him. Get him. Like, get him. Get him. Get him. Yeah. Well, because where would I? Am I still standing there? Would I be like over there? Would you say? Uh, I mean, you can you can earthbend from a distance. You don't want to be too close. Remember that uh, I has thrown this cactus juice smog at them that is causing them to really like MDMA plus acid style. They are really fucked up right now. Come over to these rocks. Is that, um, all right. Well, these guys can attack me, so 
I'm like, just chuck up a rock and like, alright, rock bully, and just like try and like hurl a boulder. There's a little boulder, but like a good sized rock that would probably make someone like a bit tired if it hit them in the head. Just like launch over these dudes who can't attack me in front and go for the guys at the back that are like smoke bombed. You guys can work together. You, you, you can absolutely, yeah. like, if you want to do the same thing together. Um, yeah, I'm, I'm definitely attacking too. I'm whipping up a few, like, I'm lifting some sand, earth bending them into more condensed, like, nuggets and bullet shooting them at them. Yeah, absolutely. As So I, I kind of imagine the way you do it is you, like, you quickly bend down, pick up some sand, compress it, and then flick it out at high speed towards them. Yeah. Yeah, <laughs> that's it. Like, pew, pew, pew. Like oh, could, we make, could we make like a sandy, a sandy boulder, so like a sandy rock, so it's like a rock with like sand like flying around it. So it hits them and it gets ah, oh, with them and stand together, at the same time. Together, you guys kind of make like a hollow point. So as Rung pulls up this core <laughs> of shard of rock, um, I you like compress sand around it, and then you both together push out and fling it, and you basically make a yeah. hollow point rock bullet. Yeah, yeah, you guys can both track together. I'm down with that. <laughs> <laughs> Sounds cool as shit. I hope you're down with oh, it. This is a new weapon. Hope this doesn't pick up. <laughs> <laughs> oh, dear. It will. Uh, yeah, so, um, Sherva and Marco, you two are together. Logically, I think you two could be in a position to work together if Marco's not going to be a dick. Uh, what would you guys like to do? You want to do the thing? Any teamwork? Oh, you're um, going to do the thing. We could do the thing. We could do yeah, the let's thing. do the thing. Let's do the thing. Okay, we're going to do the thing. Okay. Um, you don't need to... You, you guys can just uh, roll for me. I think that would definitely be a advance and attack together. But Marco is sort of empowering you, Sherva. So, Marco, I'd say for you to do the thing, you're bolstering. You're bolstering um, Sherva to be able to do this, um, which means that it's not going to be able to happen this turn. It'll be happening the next exchange. But it's cool, so I want to allow you guys to do it together. I'm going to say that Marco and Sherva, for your thing, because you are so practiced at it, yours can happen. This can happen. So, um, Marco, I'll get you to take a bolster, and you are empowering um, Sherva. Okay. To do this as you, as you use your fire. Actually, no, 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 no. Do you know what this is? You are relying on skills and training to do this. It's just a basic move. It's not a combat move. It's a basic move. So it happens first, and then Sherva, you're then using your thing as a strike. I would say, or, or pressure, or smash. Up to you. We'll do a strike. Alrighty. Would you like to roll me with passion to see if you're successful? And actually, I should get um, Rung and uh, I. Could you guys please roll me with passion as well to see how successful you your hollow point training? sand bullets are? I was, I was hoping you'd forget. Skills and training. Okay. Yeah, no, no, no. I was paying attention. Uh, Ten for Sherva. That's definitely such so Sherva. You can actually do two things. Marco, you guys, you can do. You guys can do two things. <laughs> yeah. So you guys are going to be pretty... Nice. Oh, no, Rung. That's a failure. So Rung does not help with That's this. Fine. His hollow point bullet idea just does not work. As he brings up these little compressed stones, they just don't quite mesh with the sand. Probably um, for the best. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it's pretty fucked. Um, we'll I, what are you doing? More centuries. <laughs> so what does that mean we can do? Uh, so we'll, I'll get to you guys in a second. I just need I to roll with passion first, just to make sure that's okay. Oh, per- yeah, it's above. Oh. It's a seven. oh, it's up there. Seven, yeah. So your, your hollow points work perfectly. Um, yeah, so the way it works, when you guys roll on a, a 10 plus, you get to actually choose from the list on the left-hand side. So you can mark one fatigue to use a learned technique. Um, a learned technique is a new thing that you guys unlock. You haven't unlocked any of those yet, so there's no point doing that. Uh, a practice technique is one of the... Um, techniques that you've been that you've learned as well that you've taken on board we don't really have any of those yet either you can also use two basic or two mastered techniques 
which is much more sort of along the vein. So you could both, um, I mean, you could both, you could do two strikes, you could do a pressure and a smash, you could do a uh, any combination of strike, pressure or smash, or a standard thing as well. So if you want to try and intimidate them, to try and scare them off, you could also do a basic move as well. So I'd say that um, your basic maneuver uh, that you're doing, Marco, is you're relying on skills and training to light her whip on fire. You can also yep. continue to do, you can do another move. So you could also strike at the same time if you wanted. Yeah, I'll follow that up with a strike. Like I Perfect. do the lighter whip and the flame just keeps going into them. Yep. Um, and Sherva, did you want to do a strike and a smash or a strike and a pressure or a strike intimidate? Uh, I will do... Two strikes. Two strikes. Okay, fucking hell, that's going to be good. Um, Oki, what would you like to do? Oki's going to strike again, or at least she's going to try and like do the advance and attack. Yep. Oh, I can see Cora. <laughs> Talking about advance and attack. Go, Cora, go. <laughs> Get her, Cora. I just activated full screen on my monitor. I don't know how to turn it off. F11. <laughs> F F11. 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 <laughs> okay, there we are. I can't see anyone else. I can only see Owen, but at this point, as long as you guys can still hear me. Yeah, yeah, yeah you're fine. All right, well, uh, what am I rolling? Sorry. <laughs> uh, uh, passion. Oh, no. Passion. Yes, passion All right, to strike, so... yeah. Uh, so if you get a 10 plus, you can you can do two strikes. Even. I'm at Cora. I, I gotta try <laughs> to find the window. <laughs> oh man, that's hilarious. Cora's, Cora's just taking you out. He's a terror. He wanted attention. Full success. Full success. Okay. You can do you can do any combination of the attack and advances and or a basic move or anything like that. You've got got some some power. Alright. Who's actually lending any you Any combination power. of the attack and advances. <laughs> Alright. She's going to Can she just uh like uh strike them twice? Like, yeah, you can like just do two strikes. Strike? Yeah, of course you can. Right, uh, yeah. Which group She's are you attacking? Like, are you attacking the ones that are stunned near Rung, or the ones that Marco and Sherva have ganged up on? Uh, the ones that Marco and Sherva are ganging up on. Like she's I'm, still trying to clear them away from the boat. I'm gonna be. I'm gonna be a really nice DM because we're all still new and learning. Marco and Sherva, together between the two of them, are doing three strikes on these fuckers. Most In NPCs. Case, the other yeah. one. <laughs> Most NPCs can't take crazy amounts of damage especially when you guys are the equivalent of level one so j just being a nice dm those two have got a pretty they're applying a pretty good amount of pressure on these two shits down here these three shits <laughs> i would i would be directing my focus at uh the stunned people just to, just right. just as a nice yeah cool, i'm gonna cool, fish cool. slap the stunned people with two water strikes like, amazing just like <laughs> yeah um, <laughs> Okay, so let's let's resolve this. Um, the sandbenders who are stunned uh, don't get to do anything. The other group of sandbenders, the ones that are engaged with Marco and Sherva, are retaliating. They're preparing to retaliate, essentially. That's what their idea is. So each time one of you guys inflicts fatigue, um, you get a fatigue as well. So they're trying to set up a retaliation. So let's unlock all the strikes, because literally all of you are striking. I... Uh, would you like to mark a fatigue to deal two fatigue or a condition, or... Don't mark any fatigue and just deal one fatigue to these stunned fuckers. Uh, I'm old, so I'm probably going to resist using the the extra fatigue. I'll maintain a more neutral jing. A more neutral jing, exactly. 
Uh, very nice. Very, very nice. Um, I, as you sort of reach out, uh, what type of bending are you doing? Talk us through your, your technique here. Oh, you're doing uh, sand bullets. That's right. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Flick, flicked up the sand, condensed them into small sand bullets and flick, flick, flick. Yeah. Like four the, or the five sand... aggressive, oh. speedy bullets. Yeah. Uh, the sand bullets tear through their clothing, striking against their chests and, and arms, dealing these massive bruises that instantly begin blossoming this purple red color. Uh, as you strike against their chests. Um, as they are stunned, they're like, whoa, what's going on? As they're like <laughs> reeling back high on this cactus juice. Um, the cactus juice smoke grenade you've sent their way. Uh, we'll do Rung because you're also engaged with these guys too. Uh, oh no, Rung, you failed. That's right. As Rung goes to throw yeah. these stones, um, th- as they're stumbling around, maneuvering and, and reeling from these sand bullets, the stones just fly overhead and miss them completely. Um, Rung, you didn't really take into account their sort of stumbling, shuffling gait. Uh, because of their cactus juice high. Wind yes. Off. The wind was off. <laughs> I thought you were raising your hand to ask a question. Um, yes, sir. Thank you, sir. Uh, yeah, so the, the wind was off. Um, all right. Oki, you're also striking these people. Um, you've got two strikes. Um, ha- yeah. Uh, did you want to mark any fatigue to deal conditions or nah, just, nah. She's gonna, just two fatigue? She, she's just, yep, straight up, normal ass, non-fatiguing marking strikes for her. <laughs> yeah. Um, and you're are you using the water whip still or are you going for some ice now? Yeah. No, no, she's still water whipping. Water whip. Like it's uh, she's trying to like keep on the momentum that it's already had and now it's just like a quick like between the group, like yeah. one strike between them, one strike on the other side of them, like you, as you whip this uh, this section of water forwards and strike it into them, the first blow sends one of them careering forwards, flying back into the into the sand, clearly unconscious. The second takes the next two across the face, whapping them into each other as they drop unconscious to the sand. As you have successfully taken these these guys out, um, Marco and Sherva. Um, these guys are sort of getting ready. They're pulling sand around their hands to try and make these sharp spines, looking like they're trying to defend themselves from your attacks. Um, you guys, however, are striking, so what would you guys like to do? Um, oh, sorry, we know what happens. Marco, would you like to describe what you do? So, Sherva, Sherva, you first, then Marco, and then we'll do both of you together. So, to do your special technique for the first time. So, I already have my whip in my hand from yep. grabbing their hands earlier. I, with my other hand, so... With this hand, other hand, I grab the flask and I pull it along the whip and I just hold it out next to me before Marco. Marco, you can see the whip is now oiled. I get a little bit of fire and toss it towards the whip just lightly so it just catches ever so slightly. Yeah, Um, the whip whip catches fire. Uh, you watch as Sherva is now spinning around this flaming whip. Uh, the sandbenders look a little bit intimidated by this. Um, Marco, you've used your basic maneuver to um, use your skills and training. Um, Sherva and Marco, would you like to do strikes? So my question is, are yes. you going to spend any fatigue to do conditions and extra damage, or are you happy just to do one fatigue from Marco, two fatigue from Sherva? I'll, I'll, I'll spend one and do an extra spend damage. Spend a fatigue, yep. Mark off a fatigue yep. to deal two fatigue. Sherva, did you want to mark uh, any fatigue to do conditions or fatigue? Or are you happy just with two fatigue? I'll mark two fatigue to deal four fatigue. Wow, okay. Um, <laughs> Marco and Sherva, um, as your whip catches fire and you start spinning it round, whipping into them, 
um, Marco shoots forward this little firebolt that strikes into their chests um, and burns across their clothes, starting to catch fire, followed by the whip spinning around and striking into them. Uh, in three cuts, you have them stumbling away in fear. And by the time that last um, whip crack comes across, they are sent f- sprawling forwards under the sand, um, cuts uh, leaking blood onto the onto the dry sand as they are knocked absolutely out of combat. And that takes us out, out of, with only two exchanges. You guys are out of combat. Um, you can see, you can see like the, the the sound of the thuds of them. Quick drink it, fuck me. <laughs> as the as the victor, you their water belongs to you. Um, yeah, as as they are quenchy. <laughs> podcast listeners, this is what this is what the players have typed into chat. Could you please read out your comments uh, aloud, please, for podcast listeners? Has quick drink it <laughs> and <breathe>. okay. <laughs> mm, quenchy. Blood. It's the quenchiest. Um, yeah, as, as their bodies begin collapsing to the sand um, with these loud thuds, these boom, 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 as they drop down and, and crack into the uh, onto, onto the onto the dry sand. Um, you guys are out of uh, out of combat, out of the exchange, uh, as they are no longer able to fight. You can sort of hear them go. Groaning is and there any over. way that Pung saw this? Pung is tied up in a sack with a gag. I'm going to tell you right now, you have taken a number of steps to prevent Pung from being able to do anything. No, Pung did not see this. I was really this. hoping the like, sack had opened a little bit for Pung to see this and start taking it seriously. <laughs> no, Pung has not to, seen uh, this. Rob the people that I'm seeing in front of me now. Oh, yeah, I'm, I'm not going to do these. Going. I'm going right in their pockets. You freaking <laughs> yeah. blue goblins. They they do have water skins. Don't no, they'll die without water. Run, run. Have you seen the just dealt with? They're basically like They know how to live out here. Uh, I start taking one water skin. Their like their clothes so that we can change and get into like more natural clothes throughout here. Yeah, and they've I've got those they've got those yeah. cool um, sunglasses too. These um, oh, these fantastic. slit sunglasses, which are designed to protect from the harsh sun. Um, not pinhole. I think they're called called strike glasses. I can't remember, but they're they're basically like the glasses you use during a solar eclipse if you want to see the solar eclipse without cool. burning your eye sockets out. Yeah, they've got they've all got those. Um, they're wearing turbans, long flowing desert robes, very similar to what I is wearing, um, but a bit more patchwork. Eyes are much more well cared yes. for and looked after. Um, yeah, you strip them. Would like to get out of the fur. Yeah, yeah, you strip them of their robes, um, leaving them wearing nothing but loincloths and um, undershirts and things then like that. She gives them her makeshift poncho so that they show <laughs> no fur. <laughs> the shit one with like two head holes. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You give them the you give them the shit ponchos. Um, they, they do have a number of rations on them, and they also have some earth. Uh, nation currency you can see that they've got um Ooh. if as you as you sort of gather up um each of you get from the from the three uh, the two groups of three uh you each can roughly add um to your inventories which you'll have to keep a record of i don't think you could keep a record of this in the character sheet unfortunately i don't think there's a section notes. For notes. is notes. there a note section notes yep yeah oh perfect in your notes section you can add that you have each of you have six uh basically six dollars worth of earthbending currency which we're going to call coins six coins of earthbending currency sorry guys what was that sorry oki it's the note section scroll right down. Th- scroll down right to the bottom ah in the 
the character sheet thing that I'm you have. Oh yeah, oh. right down the bottom at the very yeah. And how much currency was that? Six, six, six coins of earth bending currency. Um, is, is what you get each. Each of you get that. Um, they also have what looks like a couple of days' rations, um, and each of them has a, a fairly full water skin that looks like it could be enough for two or three days' worth of drinking. I'll each grab of them one. Has that. Okay, so you've taken one. I, I insist they leave the other one, other one there with, with, with these guys. And, and they're gonna have one to share because they're losers. Just because they lost doesn't mean they deserve to die. They were. Look, to be fair and honest with you all, they were kind of right to fight me on this one. <laughs> Is there any cacti nearby? Like, uh, you know, no, not not not, not, not a lot of cacti at this location. Yeah, uh, you would know that. going to be the... keeping an eye out for them. Um, yeah, she wants the to try and pull water out. The good shit's deeper in the desert. You know, the deeper you go, the better the shit. The quenchier. The, yeah, the quenchier. <laughs> the quenchier. <laughs> yeah. The quenchier. Can I try and? Maybe one of your That's goals, your life goals, journey. is to find the quenchiest cactus. <laughs> <laughs> can I, can I try and staunch the guy's bleeding? Yeah, yeah, absolutely. You can just tear some of their... their um, yeah. So a, a number of them have um, these wrap, uh, wrap gauntlets, these these um, basically wraps of cloth that, that they use to create these uh, um, hand wraps. You can just untie that and, and bind a few, of the, a few of their wounds. Yeah, you know that blood in the desert will attract uh, a number of predators. Sand sharks yeah. could be an issue. Um, yeah, sand sharks could be a bit of a worry, and there's there's always that that minor worry at the back of your mind of too much noise, too much rhythmic noise on the surface of the desert, like bodies hitting the surface of the desert. Here we should be safe out on the dunes, Dicea. Dicea. Um, yeah, I I try and carry their bodies over the tents and probably fail. I. I beg for one of the, the youngsters to come help me carry the people over into the tent chair. young whippersnappers, please. Frankie comes to like, help. I get a slab <laughs> and just, like, just pick him up on a slab one. and just, like, <laughs> for the sand. Yeah. Um, you guys position the sandbenders uh, underneath some shade, which is, uh, yeah, that's that's about the bare minimum you can do to help stop them dying. I pass uh, a set of the clothes and glasses. Thank you. I also grab Pang and throw him on the boat. <laughs> so we don't yeah. forget about him. Pang, Pang is, the sack holding Pang is thrown onto the boat and you hear it as he strikes the wood. Um, I'll take one of the water skins that we've found and I pull the sack down past Pang's head. I take his gag out and I oh. give him a bit of water. Oh. oh my god, I was getting so thirsty. <laughs> He begins like Do you have anything that could quench me more? Well, that Definitely the quenchiest. Can, can we? Can we make him hallucinate? <laughs> Is there Eventually. any cacti around here? What do you think I wanted the cactus for? <laughs> We're getting the cactus later. Don't worry about it. <laughs> oh, what happened to those people you were fighting? I heard raised voices, and he sort of like looks over and sees a whole bunch of people knocked out, cut and bruised underneath a, a tent. Oh my god, what did you do to them? They're not dead. We took care of them. You were way <laughs> too defensive quickly. about that. I'm pretty confident they're dead. <laughs> <laughs> okay, not they're yet. Not, dead not yet, yet. They're not. Please, Pump, please untie my water, but we have all the water. I'm going to give him a bit of water, like here you go, my little man. Please untie me. My, my father will reward you for returning me to Barsing Say safely. 
We are, are we going, by to the way? keep you safe. Wait, where are we heading to? How is keeping me tied up keeping me safe? Passing says that way. We don't, we don't trust <laughs> that you're not going to jump, do something stupid like jump off the boat into a sand dune, drink some I... cactus juice, get lost, start a fight with someone that we shouldn't be fighting with. <laughs> She's just slowly trailing off, listing all the things that he could do wrong. He is Earth Nation, and Earth Nation's all very trusty people, whether or not they're rich or not. I believe um, this you, man you probably... do realize the people that put us in the metal boxes were Earth people, yes? No, they're like different Earth people. Like, <laughs> bad. Not real <laughs> Earth people. <laughs> yeah, and those Sandbenders, they're also different Earth people. Yes, sure. Exactly, I exactly right. No offense. my badge of authority on yeah. Tongue. Oh, yeah, so you're using one of your special class features, handbook features. Yeah, you pull out your badge of authority, which um, entitles you uh, as as a protector of the Fire Nation uh, royal line and um, and adjacent royal lines. Uh, yeah, seven. Um, Pung doesn't recognize what this is, not being a member of the Fire Nation or the Fire Nation Elite Guards, but he does recognize that it clearly carries some weight. Um, the way it's been designed, it's clearly made of precious metals. He gets the hint that this is something important. Are you, like, some sort of investigator? What is this? So my primary role is to protect people. So what I'm going to do right now is I am going to untie you. Okay. And treat you like a human being on the condition that you do as we say, and we will get you home safely. Uh... I just Are remember I've been trying to help you for much longer. I'm not lying! <laughs> no, 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 I'm, I'm, just I'm just checking. I'm just checking. I am not lying. Okay, cool, cool, cool. I don't know what the other guys um, want. That's okay. No, no, no. I, I, I just wanted to know if uh, if Pung needs, if you need to trick an NPC or plead with an NPC. No, no, um, no, no, no. Would you like to do a plea? Because you're, you're trying to persuade him to not be to not be afraid of you, despite the fact that you have given him no reason to be anything other than terrified of you. But the badge of authority says. Absolutely, and I'm gonna add, I'm gonna add a plus for that. Don't worry, I'm gonna add a plus okay. for that. Okay, fine. Don't worry, I just want to hit because you have to like, work a little bit harder to override this. I feel like I've pushed my luck so much with these rolls that it's gonna be a bad one. That's okay. I'm a- I'm adding a plus to it because of the badge of authority, but that you have to work a bit harder for this because you have. So no, it's okay because you get a plus one, which is a seven. So it is a, it is a mixed success. Um, <laughs> Pung Pung for a second. So she rolled a six, but she gets a plus one. Um, Pung for a second looks like he really doesn't trust you, but something about what you've said combined with the badge, he's. I mean, he's been trained. Daddy, Daddy trains me to pay attention to people in charge. I will do what you say. Pung, Can you please untie me now? <laughs> yes. You don't have to come with us. You can take your chances on your own. I mean, you can see the Earth Kingdom from where we're standing, but given everything that's happened, do you honestly think it's the best option to go back there? I don't know. I'm confused. I've been in a sack for the last 20 minutes. (laughs) Yeah, he hasn't really seen much. (laughs) Could you please untie me? Like before we were born. But anyway... Untie him. Yeah, it's like Oki and Chevron untying him. Um, yeah, you, yeah. you untie him. Um, Pung sort of sits up, rubs What's his wrists, and looks around. You really will just let me go? I mean, if you yeah, don't think you're going to be eaten by a sand shark or carried away for buzzards or something, or just dehydrate for ten minutes in the sun, UV index is pretty high today. I hear. Daddy! He jumps off the front of the boat and begins sprinting into open desert. Um. I, I I just make the sand shift like in a, in a river, just bringing you straight back. <laughs> 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 
Uh, yeah, uh, roll with skills and training. Yeah, go for it. Godspeed, little man. You don't want to just let him, like, run away and die. Like, this could be the end of our problems. Seven. Um... Yeah. Death Kingdom's All that, that water way. just running away. As as you begin sort of like as you begin bending the sand back towards yourself, I so basically like shifting sands. You're like pulling uh, almost like a water bending style technique. Um, for a moment, it looks like he's running in the spot because the sand underneath him is moving. Uh, before he falls forward flat on his face, as he does so, I you notice a little bit of a tremor go through the sand, sort of like oh no pulse. Pun right. sort of sits up and looks back towards you and goes. What was that? Why don't I, you let me go? I immediately just encase him in as hard a sand as I can to keep him from moving without killing him. <laughs> oh! <laughs> so you just what? like build a sand like a castle sand- on him. <laughs> sand- Shut up, <laughs> Bull. Um, yeah, I mean, <laughs> yeah, do you want to go? I think this is going to be pushing your luck a little bit to try and like encase him in sand really quickly. So yeah, can you roll me to... Push your luck a little bit. I just want to see how this plays out. This is fun. Hey, yeah. Um, as you begin, like, encasing him in the sand, he's, like, pounding on the sand, trying to get up, being like, you said I could go! And he's, like, bashing against the sand. Stop. Another pulse. <laughs> Moves through the sand. I vouch for you, you idiot! <laughs> With a sudden <laughs> dropping, um, sliding sound, the sand begins moving away, dropping as a giant pit opens up in the sand you watch as pung slowly encased in the sand is trying to like climb out just drops from view as this giant tubular body emerges from the sand massive spine teeth closing in around him as a massive sandworm devours him whole before crashing back onto the sand and slowly begins moving side to side as if trying to search out the source of all the noise Hands on, very, very quiet. Oh, you can stage whisper has because the podcast won't be able to hear you. <laughs> yeah. Very, very quiet. I'm assuming all of you. Are fans. we all on the boat at this point? I guess, nope. I guess we're not getting reward. From, uh, I guess we're not getting a reward from his father anymore. <laughs> actually, all of you would have to be on the boat because you were all talking. Because Sherva put um, Pang on the boat, so yeah, all of you are on the boat at this point. So none of you are on the sand. Um, yeah, the worm continues moving around slowly as if can trying to locate something. leave? How fast can this thing go? Not that fast. Oh no. <laughs> oh no. Yeah. Rum, hmm. do you still have that boulder? Always. <laughs> Pull it out. You can see what? the other sand oh, sailor is still is still there, just towards the south. The other sand sailor is still sitting on the sand; it hasn't been touched. Towards the south? Oh, there were two yeah. sand sailors. Just below you. Yeah, yeah, because the other sand benders came on a sand sailor. You still don't have my medal. What would happen if it found something to eat? Would it leave? Uh, is that a question for I? <laughs> yeah. That depends entirely on how big it was and how hungry it is. So I the, the paying was much of a meal. It just ate him. The mouth you can Where do see. We, oh, we got the cage over there. Oh. Yeah, the mouth is ten meters wide. Um, the body of the worm could easily be a hundred, hundred and twenty meters long. Uh, I tell Rung to throw a boulder at the metal structure. I was just gonna set the other people alight so they start making noise again. <laughs> 
have oh, a child. Oh, do that. <laughs> I'm going to tell you right now. That, that, that is will not be the way. Shifting your balance. <laughs> that would be shifting your balance hard. Not the way. It's time to kill the younglings. They attack us. Everything changed when the Fire Nation attacked some poor defenseless sandbenders. Um, uh, look, so so ah uh, yeah, you, you you direct rung to to throw a boulder at the metal. The ringing of the metal will distract it. No, you don't want the. I thought we wanted the metal. I want, want the metal. metal. It, but I'd rather be alive more. I want to live more. <laughs> there must so be a way we can get the, the situation. Can I? I'm gonna assess the assess the situation. Yeah, you can assess absolutely. Let's assess. Roll with focus. And you can ask me two questions, buddy. Yes. What would you like to know? Um, I'm trying to uh, assess if there's anything else uh, I could cause to distract it. If there's anything else I could throw the bowler at that might be the, better the than throwing at the cage. Yeah, let, the me, let, let me highlight it. Looks it looks like you. it would be a bit harsh. To... <laughs> <laughs> I can see who yeah. is that. I can see Andrew pinging the sandbenders. Yeah, look, I'll, I'll yeah, be honest. Yes, you could. You could ping the sandbenders. Uh, the other sand sailor. Yeah, you think that would be a good distraction? Uh, it, it would take a few chomps to get through that. Definitely. That's as good as killing them, though. So you may as well just set it on them. Wait, you talking about just throwing it at the people? If... Hmm. Well, you, Do you need to go to the sand sailor. They do to need... ever leave this tent. Oh, that's what you meant. <laughs> <laughs> I'm like, how's that going to kill them? It's hitting a boat. Um, the, it's like down south of us, isn't it? The sand the, sailor's just south of your position. Yeah, the, the worm at this point, as you guys are sort of map. standing talking. No, it's not on the map, it's below the uh, map. Unless um, we make a run for the other sand sailor, but that still leaves the metal behind. I mean, do we need the other sand sailor, or do we need the metal? How important is this metal? Do we need the metal so bad? I mean, that's I would, worth I would, risking our lives. Really like the metal, but I—I I mean, I did say get rid of it because I wanted to be alive. I won't risk your lives for my financial gain, even if it would mean I could finally retire. Can you throw the rock at the metal to make a clanging sound against it? Yeah. Well, yeah, that was I could that was his suggestion. Rock at that. Yeah, yeah, it just does. means, do we want the metal? Because obviously he's going to share his riches of the metal with us. And we can all okay, profit from metal. Okay, do we care metal. more about saving our lives and saving some poor, defenseless sandbenders' <laughs> lives, or do we care about money? <laughs> Rung throws the boulder at the metal. We'll find more money. <laughs> um, so yeah. b- before before you do that, Rung, as you, you guys metal. have been talking for a while, I was going to try and jump in a little bit, but I didn't want to interrupt. But you guys have been talking for a while. The sandworm has begun moving away towards the north, trailing the edge of the desert area here. Um, It is now sort of 50, 60 metres away to the north of you guys, Um, clearly still trying to suss out the origin of this noise, but not quite able to, as there has been no interaction with anything for the past sort of three, four, five minutes as you guys were talking. Um, My question is, did you guys want to try and get that medal, or are you going to take off? Or do we just wait it out? Can we just can we get some rope and then just like hook it to the side of the cage thing and just like hoist it up just, as we t- go past the sand Leave it behind. We should just leave and get out while we can. You can come back for it. I mean, you know where it is. I don't know the other sandbenders will probably take it. We can burn down their boats. So they can't go. <laughs> <out>. <laughs> 
Yeah. Perfect. Huh? Sherva, you're calling Marco out. Absolutely. Um, which principle do you think Marco is? Oh, nice. Ten. Fantastic. Uh, so the way calling someone out works, I'll just I'll just talk it through really, really quickly. So um, when you call someone out, basically what you're saying is that they're not living up to their um, their principles, not living up to their um, their code of honor. So in this case. Uh, which do you think Marco is not living up to? So I'll just quickly tell you Marco's... Um, I can tell you which one I'm not living up to. Do you want to... Yeah, because you, you're you're drawn between um, forgiveness and action, aren't you? Yep. Yeah, so... <laughs> Sherva, which do you think Marco is not living up to? I'm taking action right now. <laughs> I, I want to call him out against forgiveness because, like, yeah. none of us... I, wo- I won't forgive him if he does this. Oh, okay. Um... So in this in this example, what's happening is, um, yeah, you're you're calling him out, saying that he is not living up to his, um, not living up to his balance. So this is a uh, you're calling him out is the is the name of the thing you're doing. Um, I'm just trying to find the rules on it because I don't remember. So sorry, I cannot let that be my default voice when I'm thinking. Um, <laughs> <laughs> no, he's dead. I can't remember. He's not I'm here anymore. In a monologue. Damn it! <laughs> if you think this fuck is dead, that he'd he's be immortal. running towards the Earth Kingdom. No, he's immortal. Don't worry, he'll be back. Um, <laughs> no. When you openly call someone out to live up to their principle, you can shift your balance away from center, then name and roll with their principle. Um, so, um, yeah, you've you've already rolled with a hit. So. Um, yeah, so you're basically calling Marco out and saying, Marco, you're not living up to your principles. You're not living up to your honor. Marco, you know you're not. As Sherva calls it out, you know this behavior is bloodthirsty and aggressive and not who you are, not who you were, who you've, um, not who you've been. This is, yeah, very unforgiving of you. Wait, what do I mark? Is it minus Nothing. One? So Sherva, so Sherva, you um, you can shift your balance away from center in, in either direction. So you have to shift your balance to, to call him out. Um, yep. But you've you've rolled and you have succeeded. So Marco, you you know what you're suggesting is murder, and it is absolutely unacceptable. You, you Sherva is right. You know what you're doing is wrong. Yeah. Okay. Cool. Yep. So you you are much more reticent to continue down this current path. Sherva has called you out, and you know that you are acting against your your true self. You are acting against uh, your your center. Yep. Cool. Okay. So behave. Maybe let's not do that. Um... <laughs> I I might have an idea that would work for everyone. We leave the other sand slider here for the sand people that are currently under the the tent we leave them the metal and they escape with their lives and you know some booty in the form of that metal you get your sand boat (laughs) and you know maybe they'll forgive you for it now and you know all's done and done it's fair trade it's like you're paying them the medal for the boat. And their lives. Took. <sighs> I, I suppose it's not worth dying over. All right. As that you guys keep talking, the sandworm has moved even further away. Further towards the north. You might as well just walk out there by now. <laughs> this point, it's I mean, beyond sight. You can sight. risk I can't it if you it. want. Perfect. I think we just let's just get the gonna 
Ooh. Can I just launch the cage at us? Just to get a... Like, <laughs> you're going to try and launch it so that it lands on the boat. Oh, this giant metal cage. Is that correct? Is that what you'd like to do? Have you ever wanted to see a sand? You don't say it like that. Sprint towards us. This is how you do it. I'm being a really nice DM here. I'm going to give you a chance. Is this what you want to do? Can I give my advantage to someone else? Yes, you can give your advantage to someone else. If you go through with this, you will get my advantage. I didn't know you were a troll vendor too much. This is the most he's thought about something. Yeah, like, this is the most he's thought about something. I am... With the advantage, I think... I'm gonna... I'm not gonna throw it at the boat. I will have it land next to the boat. So we can still just get it up. Not like a cannonball at the boat. Yeah. Um, <laughs> oh, God. You have advantage on this roll. Uh, you are 120 million percent pushing your luck. <laughs> Roll with advantage, my friend. Every percent, every percentage of push your luck. So please feel free to push your luck with advantage as you use my pushing, pushing my buttons, baby. Passion, yep. And then just go submit it twice. Is that how to do it? Well, so the way, because it's a little bit different to Dini. So the way advantage works in this, it's sort of like Marco's giving you a free help action, which means that you get a plus one to your roll after the roll. Oh no. But I'm going to be nice and say that the way the channel point works is it's a plus two to the roll. Channel points are special. Whoa. Seven. <laughs> Takes us up to a nine with a plus two. Uh, yeah, Rung, you just start stomping and yeet this thing towards you. Um, as the as the metal cage flies through the air, you have a brief moment of like, ah, oh, shit, this is going to be like a fucking beacon to that worm before the cage <laughs> boom, in the sand strikes. Could, could, could I try and... Could, like, patch it with like a sand hand like oh yeah yeah yeah, yeah. absolutely I, I can i get you to push your luck as well then uh, yeah. I, as you try and catch it with a um, big b sand hand as you go can to catch I mark it a fatigue to help him yes you can normally you have to announce it before but i'm a nice it says after the roll after the roll does too yes shit i apologize wow. i'm just a <laughs> normal dm awesome then. holy shit um mark of fatigue uh you add a plus one which is a seven which turns it into a pass just <laughs> just as you're about to as you reach up this hand you're about to like try and grab it and um sherva realizing your aim is a bit off whips out her whip and pulls your hand which jerks this big sand hand slightly <laughs> to the left which is just enough um Thank as you, the cage lady. <laughs> as the cage smashes into this hand, the blow is softened somewhat. It's not as loud as it could have been. Um, and as it is in this giant sand hand that you've conjured, you can just tip it over onto the boat a little bit quicker. Yeah, that's what I figured you were trying to do. Um, as you sort of push it onto the boat, uh, I, you can see in the distance a wave of sand moving towards your position very quickly from the north. <laughs> go, 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 go! <laughs> um, with everyone on the boat... With everyone on the boat, um, I begin sandbending rapidly to try and move the boat as quickly as he can across the dunes, and it does take off, um, rising very, very quickly onto these two um, pontoons, uh, these two sort of, um, uh, what are they called? The Not skates, um, hydrofoils, these two hydrofoils. I guess they're maybe sil silica foils. We'll work on that. We'll come up with it. Um, these, these, um, these two hydrofoils. Um, yeah, the sand the sand uh, sailor begins moving rapidly through the dunes. 
Um, before too long behind you, you can see the wave reaching the point where you had just been parked. And there's an explosion of sand into the air as the large worm rises up again on the spot where you just were and then drops back to the sand again. How close is that to the <laughs> that we left there? Just out of uh, curiosity. I, so I said it was 10 metres wide. Each one of those squares is a metre. I'm going to let you guys do the math. <laughs> um, <laughs> okay, okay. I wasn't the cause, so it's okay. As, as you begin taking off, I, you know in your heart that those sandbenders are most likely dead. <laughs> oh. Oh. Um... But the, sand, the sand sailor begins rapidly moving across uh, the desert. Um, I, you were a very skilled I, navigator. Oh yeah, oh, okay. I, if they're dead, is it worth towing their boat behind us? Uh, look, it's not worth going back for at this stage. <laughs> <laughs> as another blow of sand, this sand geyser gets shot up in the air as the as the uh, worm exhales all the sand that it grabbed in its mouth, um, leaving only the delicious chompy bits in its jaws. One question we've seen, seen sand we've sailors seen enough for me. Ah! <laughs> 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 uh, you do not. Oh. oh, that's even more concerning. <laughs> um, but yeah, um, I, you're a very skilled navigator. Um, you know these deserts well, and you immediately begin turning the ship ever so slightly towards the south to head towards the Misty Palms Oasis. Um, the trip you... is fairly rapid. Um, I is able to very expertly and skillfully avoid some of the dangers of the desert, pointing out the telltale sign of a sand shark, these double-bladed fins of dark black material um, that look almost like rocks or shade um, on the desert uh, that very quickly begin moving towards the sound of the sand sailor this sh- as it slides across the sand. But, um, are I they mole able- sharks? Are they what, sorry? Are they mole sharks? Oh, yeah, I, I was calling them sand sharks, but you're right, they're mole sharks. That's way better. <laughs> yeah, they're mole sharks as they begin like rapidly digging through. You know that they're mainly fast from a strike, an ambush strike, so being able to see them in advance is a huge help, and you are able to steer around them and avoid getting into too much trouble. Um, you point out a few of the dangers of the desert to these uh, these newbies, uh, basically C- buzzard wasp pies. Yeah, <laughs> the cactus. Yeah, you point out the cactus, the quenchy cactus. Um which is known as uh, Quenchicus Tomostus um, in, in Latin. Um, it's very quenchy. Uh, as, quenchy cactus. Yeah. Okay. Can I ask that we stop when we get to the cactus? Because <laughs> I yeah, want to yeah. try and like replenish my bending water with the fully hallucinogenic cactus water. I want to oh, bend uh, hallucinogenic. How old are you? Old enough. Old enough? <laughs> old enough. <laughs> to what? <laughs> Oh, not for cactus. <laughs> Party? <laughs> but it's natural. It's totally natural, dude. It's not for um, myself. If it's only consolation, it's not for myself. I want to force other people to drink it. I'm oh, just wow. holding cactus for a friend, worse. I swear. Or <laughs> <laughs> an enemy. Just chomps a cactus. Um, right. Yeah, okay. I'd like you to uh, to test your luck as you try and waterbend hallucinogenic uh, cactus juice. Come on, rolly rolls. Six. Can I, uh, can I help her with knowledge of the, of the desert? Yes, you can. Mark of fatigue. Mark of fatigue. She gets a plus one. Um, you've opened your third eye before. You know what's going on here. If I was <laughs> okay. to take a bite out of this, like, yeah. I know where the good insides. I'm going to tell you right now. You'd be seeing colors and taste. Sorry, no. You'd be seeing flavors and tasting colors. 
Um, okay. As you as you begin water bending on this cactus, um, you do draw out the the goo from inside, um, and I sort of points out the weak points of the cactus, how to get the most liquid out of it, uh, and you begin water bending. Um, as you put it into your flask, you're not sure whether or not you were able to bring the hallucinogenic properties with you, but you are able to extract the moisture from the cactus, leaving it shriveled up, dry and dead in the desert. As you draw forth the moisture and completely top up your your bending water. I usher a little prayer for the lost moisture of the desert. All we have done in yep. this desert is leave death in our way. <laughs> you guys are the most dangerous death thing squad. in the desert right now. Yeah, I'm a bit yeah. concerned. Uh, along, along our journey, can I try and teach um, Rung some of the tricks of properly sand bending? Yeah, I'd say so. Absolutely. So finally have some young folks and just some people at all. Yeah, so there is there is a way that NPCs can teach the characters new techniques and things like that. Um, I would say that as as a guest character, I'm going to give you those same powers. Um, you can teach Rung one sand bending technique. Which would you like to teach him? Oh fuck, we know which one it is. <laughs> it's the goddamn sand bullets. <laughs> uh, no, I'll probably teach him something more utilitarian. I mean, that, yep. that's more an advanced combat technique. Yeah, so I'll, I'll probably is, yeah. teach him more um, like. How, how to control it for like moving the the sand sailor um forward yeah absolutely yeah. <laughs> um, i'm the white yeah, yeah, yeah. uh okay you notice a the techniques bear. that i is teaching rung um are very reminiscent of waterbender techniques um i was gonna the, pull the push in. and pull yeah they, they look almost like a, a form of waterbending but he is it's definitely sand bending um uh yeah so i can i get you to roll with focus for me please yeah. rung could you also please roll with focus Certainly. It's a failure from an eye. <laughs> Your thinking is too rigid, wrong. It's not me, it's you. It's not me, it's you. A lot of what you do is very instinctual at this point, and explaining it is a bit more difficult than you thought at first. Um, but Rung is is fairly flexible and is willing to try and, and, and do what you say as you're controlling the sand bending... Uh, sorry, the sand sail. After a while... Rung does seem to get the basic gist of it. Rung, you can add um, to the notes thing if you want that you can access very basic sand bending techniques. As, Imagine uh, Rung's as... just getting very confused. He's getting technical about like you got to move the sand this way, and the little tiny rock's like which tiny rock? Oh, the, well, actually, the, that that is where it gets as, confusing. As a flow. <laughs> yeah, because because think of eyes... them as one rock, think of them as all a rock. Exactly. Yeah, and rocks. that's the bit. That's the bit you're struggling with. His eyes telling you to think about them not as individual grains, which is what you normally do with rocks. It, it's the it's the group of them. It's the it's the whole flow of them, and that is really weird for you. So it does take a little bit. But by the time you guys pull up, the sun is setting over the horizon, and the misty palm oasis stands before you. A clay wall surrounding a massive shard of ice, almost like an iceberg in the center of town, steaming under the hot sun. Uh, and as the sun slowly begins setting over the dunes behind, I, you bring the sand sailor to a gentle stop just outside the front gates. And with the metal salvage still on the back of your of your sand sailor, you can see a number of the beetle-headed merchants, these um, tall, very dark-skinned um, uh, males and females wearing long, elaborate robes with these strange hats that resemble almost like a beetle carapace uh, are just in the process of closing up one of their market stalls out the front of the... Uh, of the town. All right, young people. This is this is where I, I I leave you. You should be able to find safe passage out of the desert from here. I'll just go sell this metal to these merchants, and I'll leave you with enough to to make your way 
wherever you need to go. You don't want to come with us? We could always use more company. I'm uh, afraid I my my place is here in in, in these in these dunes. I need to find my my retirement out here. Unfinished business, so to speak. Live in the cage. <laughs> <laughs> Crazy old man in the streets, like, ah, shut up! <laughs> I can tell you. Beware the worms! Just one, one thing before we continue on. Could I have been able to cut up a piece of cactus so that I could carry it around? Yes, even though you didn't say it at the time, I will. Sorry, sorry, I was messaging uh, my my guard to see if I, if they would have let me. Oh. <laughs> Does Sherva let my you? My guard. Yeah. Okay. Um. Yeah. You may. You may uh, add a piece of cactus uh, to your inventory. That's a quick little nightcap for later. Yeah. 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 I, by the time you guys arrive, it has evaporated. The, the liquid inside <laughs> it's just the flesh um but yeah um uh eye drops you off at the gates you can see inside the misty palms oasis um there looks to be a number of of permanent dwellings that look to be where people live there is a large cantina um over the far side of town that um has lights coming on from inside and you can see the upper floors do look to be maybe some sort of rest stop where people can stay and uh, and rent a room uh, looks like there's a number of other sand ships and sand sailors docked up outside the town. A number of other sand benders look to be living here, um, but the town has a bit of a um, a bit of a rougher feel. Um, a couple of the people who are sort of moving around um, seem to sort of give you a bit of a shifty eye as they walk past. Um, but uh, but there does also seem to be a number of Earth Nation tourists as well. You can see a large hotel um, just outside the. Um, just outside the uh, the walls of the town has a number of rooms for sale, and you can see this hotel uh, is called the Misty pra- Misty Palms Night Stop. Uh, please tell me it's playing the Cantina song from Star Wars. <laughs> yes. Um, uh, I don't like you. DMCA, like yeah, either. probably. I don't think my singing is. I don't think my singing is good enough to have triggered a DMCA. <laughs> Sounds like the wretched hive of scum and villainy. Not quite. It's not quite as bad as the show. We've had a hundred years for it to for the Misty Palms Oasis to become shit, so it's not quite a hive of scum and villainy. Um, Yet. Yeah. <laughs> there we go. That's different it's enough like that I won't get hit version. with copyright strike. Yeah, yeah. Um, Seeing see right. that there is some sort of earth tourism, yeah. can I, before we finish off and before I forget... Yes. Can I do a quick check to see if there are any Dai like, obviously standing about? Would you like to um, assess the situation, please, as you look around? Um, while you're doing that, I, as you as you begin sort of dragging the metal salvage over to the beetle-headed merchants, they are very pleased with your haul. Um, you are offered, uh, initially, 90, uh, 90 coins, 90 Earth, uh, Earth Nation currency um, for your, your scrap. Um, I would like to one barter them for more coins and for transport for my my new friends. Oh, okay, yeah. Um, would you like to? Uh, is it oh, just yeah. him by himself? Uh, no, you, you can is be with just... at this point. I just want to bring out my uh, my badge and show off my uh, <laughs> miner captain miner's badge. <laughs> like, yes, yeah. 
This yes. is uh, for stately duties. Yes, please. And <laughs> like, you're now covering the bit where it says coal miner on your badge right? yeah. <laughs> with your thumb. So for context, uh, for context has um, one of his things is a badge of authority, but in his backstory, he very carefully and clearly explains that his role is like a very minor overseer of a small coal mine somewhere in the Earth Nation, which means his badge of authority is basically worth a coal. <laughs> it's just, it, it has not proven to be very effective. But How I, is I, it dirty with coal? We have likened um, it to being a plastic sheriff's badge. Yeah, yeah it's, like, it's like, I'm a deputy. <laughs> um, Howdy, partner. Yeah. Would you, would you like to uh, roll me with your, your badge of authority? Um, and uh, has I? You don't need to roll. Rung's going to step in with his badge of authority. Uh, you can uh-huh. help him, which gives him a plus one to the roll. Yeah. Because uh, the badge of authority trumps you trying to persuade for more money. He's just going to come in of and be course, like, the- "I think you'll find that this young gentleman, <laughs> this fine, upstanding gentleman, is a, is an old a lot more." <laughs> wow, it's a six. Luckily, there's a plus with, one, which takes it to a mixed <laughs> success. Um, do I do I need a mark fatigue for that? Uh, yeah, yeah. Um, <laughs> I just drops unconscious to the ground. <laughs> no. um, uh, as as you guys begin like back and forth, the, the beetle-headed merchants orig- initially seem a little bit put off by this badge, not really wanting to acknowledge your authority. But as as you discuss with them and, and it goes back and forth, they do consent. Um, they are willing to offer you guys a small sand skip, which is a much smaller version of the sand sailor. Um, it's basically like the tinny version of a sand sailor. Um, <laughs> For, for non-Australians, a small boat. Um, it's uh, it's only it's only three meters long, and one and a half meters wide. They're willing to offer that. It's in it's in okay nick, and they're also willing to offer I um, sixty uh, Earth Nation coins uh, as well as the sandskip, which, to your estimation, I is a fairly it's it's a fairly okay deal. It's not they're not trying to ha- they're not trying to have you too much. No more than the beetleheaded merchants normally trying to rip people off. Do I believe Rung is up to piloting that out of the desert after my very brief training, or you is this sandship Rung... effectively useless to them? <laughs> no, you, you, you think you think Rung knows enough about sand bending that they're not they're not it's not it's not suicide. All right. You, you look over and see Rung. He like he goes to practice sand bending and flicks it in his eyes. He's like, ah. Uh... <laughs> yeah, actually, that's a good point. Oki, Oki, be very familiar with sailing. That's a really good point. So yeah. Oki, Oki as well. Water bending multiple small things you know ice and snow and water so like yeah. she can probably be like helping him understand the dynamics of sand and sailing and yeah and remember as well um firebending can be used to generate heat which can also be generate used to generate an updraft as well so you could also try and do something with that too if you guys want to play around with the sails Until a little bit and, change the the sails on fire. and you know just so i'm helpful <laughs> too i can like you know whip a fan whip like yeah, come yeah. on yeah. i'm i'm useful <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> I can do things. Yeah, absolutely. I swear. Absolutely. Um, and I think with that, as ah. as as I sort of hands over this your your very first sand skip, um, I do you have any words of encouragement for them as they as they continue their journey into the desert? Uh, keep an eye out for the worms. Remember what I taught you: no rhythmic movements. If you see the if you see the a worm sign. Stop, and you'll be fine. Respect the desert. Sign for worm. Stop. Collaborate and listen. Worm. 
<laughs> Amazing. Um, the next 10 kilometers is just the size of its mouth. Yeah. Uh, alrighty. Well, we will pick up with you guys your first night staying at the Misty Palms Oasis as I takes his coins and jumps back on his sand sailor. Um, off, yeah, off he goes back into the desert. You sort of see I begins whipping up that, that central tornado of sand and very quickly um, his sand sailor picks up speed and disappears into the deep desert, um, heading even deeper than you guys uh, were planning on going. As he sort of disappears over the horizon, the moon rising high above, um, I disappears from view. And with that, we Bye. will wrap up the session there. Bye! <laughs> we'll wrap up the session there and we will come back uh, next Monday. Uh, hopefully be rejoined by Dave. However, um, there is a chance Dave will be out next session. So I will give Has plenty of notice if um, if I comes back and goes, like, I forgot. <laughs> and I'm I, back. I, I forgot something very important. What we'll do is we'll retcon him buying you the sand skip and we'll, we'll have that be something he gets you later if that's the case. We'll do a little mini retcon. But, um, I really don't trust you with that sand skip yet. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> you have Realize a second thought. <laughs> you have like a 2 a.m. Like you wake up at 2 a.m. and you're like, I really shouldn't have given that to them. That was a horrible mistake. <laughs> They're not ready. How did, how did you learn to drive? I was taught by someone who was very old. <laughs> <laughs> that never goes for two hours. Um, oh man! Thank you so much for joining us. Has uh, as a guest character. Thank you for bringing an eye. Really cool character. Um, I really, really hope we can get eye back for uh, for some more for some more sessions. And I hope you enjoyed Avatar Legends. It is a it is yeah, a, a great fun. time. It's a cool system. It's a good system, isn't it? Um, thank you, everybody who's been coming watching. I see the chat's been uh, been having lots of fun. Thank you for those of you who've been uh, coming in. Thank you, Dragon, for spending your channel points on um, on giving Andrew advantage. Don't not, not thank you for giving him advantage, but thank you for spending the channel points. Um, remember, you can also give players disadvantage, uh, but you can also give me the dungeon master advantage and disadvantage too. So remember, you can you can play around with all of our lives. Um, well, that's it from me. Thank you so much, everybody. Stay safe, stay well, and we will be back next Monday for the next exciting episode of Avatar Legends. Uh, we are calling this one Book One, The Embers of War. So we'll, we'll have it all arranged in the different books. We're going to do the entire thing. We're going to absolutely go nuts with this. Uh, all righty. Thanks, everybody. We'll catch you next week. Farewell and stay safe. Bye. Bye. Goodbye, Bye, everybody. everybody. Bye. 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 <laughs>